0: Welcome to Space Brains, the show where we joy-watch sci-fi movies and then talk about what was good and what was great. I'm sorry, and this is
1: Mark. Hiya, tonight we're talking about Gantz Zero 2016. It's a sci-fi anime manga, or well based on manic, man, manga comic book, uh, which sets the story of a Teenager brutally murdered on a subway station, and then he sort of awakens into this horrific computer game thing that is full of monsters. And before I get into those awesome details, we better warn people. Warning: <laughs> If you haven't seen this movie, turn back now. Definitely turn back and then we're... tune back in. You got like that's the whole point. Yes, come back, please come back. Let us know what you think about Gantz Zero and. Uh, What we're gonna say about it. So what was your number one takeaway from Gun Zero? Sorry. It is that twenty three year olds being interested
0: in having a proper relationship with a seventeen year old is appropriate. Yeah, sure.
1: Also (laughs) He is the hero, but also computer animated boobs. Yes. This is Japanese, it is after Japanese, all. and it's manga. It's based on manga, so the boobs are big, and the asses are tight, and, and they the suits are lycra. Bounce. They do bounce, don't they? They bounce a lot. I know you liked that.
0: Uh, I think it must be. You know, I didn't want to think about the the discomfort of not being able to wear a sports bra whilst you know killing monsters. Yeah, I and mean, in
1: tight, like lycra suit things, whatever they suit were. Thing. <laughs> To they be were, fair, the, the boys were were jacked too. They so. were jacked too, and they were and they were, they were wearing just as tight suits. So yeah, yeah, they could have done bigger crotches. They're so like, you know, they're sort of
0: a little bit modest. Not not like ballet ballet dancers. You're the male <laughs> ballet dancers
1: with <laughs> <laughs> You get to see everything, don't you, Sarah? You yes. like that? You like that? You like to see everything in the It's suit. important
0: to be able to compare and contrast. It's I true. That's yes. true.
1: Culturally, uh, art form on on uh, on offer here in this Japanese story. Something's on offer. <laughs> it's your decision as to what it is.
0: Okay, so that that, that ends that awkward conversation. It does, it does. And uh, I have to ask you, what do you think? A hope, warning, or an experiment?
1: I reckon hope, and I'm going for that because our main character, Katu, that's right, isn't it? Katu, I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. Kata or Katu, I don't know, something like that. Kato. Um, Kato. Yeah, that's, that's got
0: one of those in Cat.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a cat. He's a cat. He's got long hair. Um, he, he's, His old journey is kind of... Uh, the reason why I'm saying hope is because his whole protagonist journey is sort of like he keeps saving everyone else and we have warned everyone about what happens in the, the spoiler warning. So it's like, you know, his whole journey, like, yeah, at the start he's saving his brother, you know, he's there for his brother. He he also then tries to save, you know, the old man on the subway, which leads to him being brutally murdered. And then he's in the game. And although he's only a 17-year-old teenager with no experience of this kind of horrific, violent world, he he's just like, well, he kind of has to save the day. Like, he's, he, he, it's a primal urge of this guy to save yeah. the day and save others. And then we learn later in the film that, in fact... He has already been in the game previously and saved others yeah. previously. So he's never changed. He's just that that's the way he is. And it's very inspiring then for the other characters they should follow it. So that's why I see it as hope that even in this nasty violent world that they set up in this story that there would be a guy like this that's just willing to just keep saving. people.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to go a lot with, of hope. I, re- I reckon hope as well because I I thought that throughout the whole thing that Kato uh, and um, that woman, Ray? No, not Ray. No, Ray- no, Ray- um,
1: the- I wrote her name down. I didn't. It, uh, it's mm, oh. <laughs> we're yeah. going to get the pronunciation terribly wrong tonight, and we're just going to probably be calling people woman and man. <laughs> yes, the they- I can't even pronounce Ka- uh, Kato right, so you know, uh, she comes in and and Zoo, and Anzu, eh? Yeah, that's what I think it is, I hope.
0: Let's call her that. Okay, now the, Anzu is the, um, the 23-year-old woman yes. with a three-year-old son. Yes. Uh, so in case we've got the name entirely wrong, then you know who we're talking about, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> because the other woman, Rekha, was the actress, actress in the hair commercial. Yeah. Yes. A, a stunning, beautiful woman with really long hair. But She uh, must have died, obviously. But anyway, yeah. throughout the struggle on, struggle on, and people were coming, pulling together more and more and getting behind the struggle. And um, by displaying this persistence, uh, more people got infected by that persistence, uh, that that uh, relentless pursuit of, you know, hope. Yeah. That's why I think it was hope. I mean, it ends with largely a happy ending anyway. Mm. But that's not really, I don't think that's what makes it hopeful. Because you can have um, experiments and warnings which end with a happy ending. Of course. But they don't talk about hope. That's my reasoning for hope. Yeah,
1: fair enough. And I I was just thinking as well, like, even the other characters, they kind of, um, like Anzu and Raker and the old man, he, like, all of them, they kind of, like, don't want to save the day. But then because of tattoo they they do they sort yeah, of they, want to they, they sort keep of trying to hide keep trying yeah. to hide and then in the end they, they start they start out. yeah because he's leading that path so i i think that's a lot of hope anyway. yes um so what about yourself in the sci-fi world have you been doing anything with your writing yeah so i've
0: i've gone back to the office for three days this week mm. which was exciting so the other week i went and scouted out a a, a workspace because i've been Less productive creatively, since working from home, yeah ironically, or just sort of you'd think otherwise, but
1: I think I was lacking that a
0: separation yeah. of okay, now I'm no longer preparing breakfast and doing dishes and yeah. stuff, and I'm ready. now creating when I'm not you know getting on the train and and having that break, I'm sort of just melding from there into work, and it's it's sort of it's not done much, so mm-hmm. I've done a couple of things. I, I pull my finger out I've got back on this computer game that I was writing. Yep. That's nice. And going back to work in the mornings, I've panned on this, this sort of, I want to call it an, an alternate universe sci-fi story. Lovely. Uh, so I'm hoping to get that first draft finished uh, in a week or so. Yep. Uh, and then,
1: then I was, I was going to get it through some editing and mm. things. Was that first day back on the train you were just like, shit, yeah, I'm writing out a whole novel in an hour. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I
0: powered through that. Like, I yeah got got out of a thousand words or so. Yeah, yeah. Also. So that's quite good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, that's sort of what I've been doing. That that's fine. So I'm going mm. back to working from home tomorrow and all next week. Yeah. Because yeah, we're not completely out of lockdown processes. No. Yes. And frankly, I do enjoy working from home far more. <laughs> I, I like the the on the train to be creative. Yeah. But I would quite also happily go to this working space i'm going to get myself some hours here. and then two or three days each week i'll i'll head out there and after the morning shipping off of the kids nice spend a little bit of time just doing that yeah <laughs> and yourself you got
1: i saw you got business cards i got business cards finally so that's exciting um try not to be too perfectionist about it and just get them done, you know. So I feel I've got a project I'm going to start in the next couple of weeks and it's something that uh, it's not science fiction related but um, I feel like I want business cards for that project because I'm going to be approaching some random people and I just want to kind of be able to introduce myself and look a little bit semi-profesh. Um, <laughs> And just all, just and, tuck your shirt in and yeah, do your fly up. You'll be okay. Yeah, that's right. So, even yesterday, I, I'm doing this other film for my wife. I'm helping her. So, I'm doing some some of the filming. And uh, I was filming out the front of a shop. And I kind of, a couple of people walked by and said hello and gave me the long stare, which you get sometimes in public when you've got your camera. And, you know, you don't just look like you're filming kids or whatever. You're actually filming professionally. And I thought, oh, I, sh- I should have had my business cards because, <laughs> like, someone quite often comes up and goes, what are you up to? What are you doing mm. here? You know, So it's good to be like, oh, no, yeah, I'm a filmmaker, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, so that's exciting and uh, that's what I've been doing is doing a lot of filming. So, unfortunately, my a little bit like yourself, the writing's been on a bit of a back burner because I've been at home and not mm. having that train time. Uh, but then I've been creative because I've been doing this filming for Tanya. Cool. Um, But I've also got this other idea sort of bubbling away, so probably as she is about to just get the finishing touches on her film, then I'll be like, my turn. Ah, <laughs> yes. So that will probably start next week, hopefully, in terms of just planning and things like that, and then, yeah, a couple of weeks later, hopefully get out there and film and do those kind of things, yeah.
0: Um, actually, actually, speaking of films, I am making a little animation of our intro music. Mm. Yeah, a little intro, you know. Mm. Uh, from a Excellent. distant galaxy they come with yeah, yeah. brains pulsing strange energy. So I'm doing a little animation. Got, awesome. have got you know, the, the star-filled effect, You've got these brains sort of sweeping in and pulsing with a awesome. strange energy. i going to do a couple of cuts here and there and then they'll be flying around the space Terrific. To, the, to the music. Yes. That'll be something we can whack up there on Instagram as yeah, a bit yeah. of
1: an uh, intro. Yeah, definitely. Something funny. Cool. That sounds great. I'm, I'm
0: hoping to do a few more of these sorts of things. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just trying it out, but... One of the things, of course, I've got to get a, a better computer. I've found that it chugs a little bit on the um, on the graphics. Just normal video editing, not yeah. a problem. But as soon as I start using this, I got this. Um, is it like graphics fusion effects stuff, where you can throw in particle emitters yeah. and three D animations, and you can start uh, uh, animating oh, yeah. visual effects, coloration changes, that sort of thing. That's just
1: ground to a halt. All comes down to like your RAM and your um, graphics card, doesn't it? Then? Yeah, like it has, how much it can handle? I've, only got, I've
0: got a an aging laptop. It's a gaming laptop, so mm. back you go back five, five or so yeah, years. So, it was yeah, pretty yeah. Well, pretty well yeah. spec'd, but it's five or six years of laptop aging versus five six years of uh, video editing software mm. upgrades, yeah. and suddenly yeah, it's chugging down. Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> as soon as I well, get things settled. I've got permission to fork out a whole sack of cash oh, on nice. a new computer.
1: So I'm glad you scanned my brain and put it finally in the digital realm, and mm. then it's going to be bouncing around some stars. It's pretty exciting. I'm sure the our audience will love to see that when we get to launch that. So we should jump into Gantz, Zero, 2016. As we said, it's available on Netflix. It's anime, science fiction, manga based on a manga comic book or manga. It is well, indeed. <laughs> I've got to say, I've seen some manga. I've read some manga many moons ago when I probably was a teenage boy. And I've seen some anime and a couple of films over time. But it's been a long time since I've actually sat down and run one through. And it just, like, from the outset, this film really did grab me in a really great way. So, like you said, the boobs, it wasn't the boobs. It was just that I was like, oh, wow, this is like really intense. Computer animation. I guess being a dad of little kids where you do watch a lot of kind of kids' cartoon and animation, and we all realize like you do watch a Pixar movie and you go, wow, this is a good high quality animation. That's what this did to me as well. Like it grabbed my attention Mm. really well. Like the animation just was like bam in your face. Uh, The way it was being cut together, the angles, the textures. The flow, the speed, it was really like grabbing me.
0: And I think they got a great, great balance with realistic rendering and computer look. Yeah. Because yeah. one of the problems, I remember there was a, what was it, the Final Fantasy yes. movie, the, the Spirits Within? Yes, it, yeah. And that was a little bit trying too close to be real. Yeah. And it gave you that Uncanny Valley effect where it kind of looked a bit, there was something. Not right. Mm. You couldn't quite appreciate it properly. The, yeah. the look of it. This one here, they pulled back a little bit from that, yeah. so it looks quite, you know, realistic. The lighting and a lot of the the glinting and reflections and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But they pulled it back just a little bit, so the skin isn't isn't trying yep. to be all pores and freckles and you know. It's, yeah, that's right. It's a little bit more like you know, computerized, and I think yeah. the fact that it was sort of presented, they kept talking about oh, they weren't. They weren't really in a computer game, but they were in a situation that was referred to as a game yeah. because that's the best analogy. Mm. And so that kind of it all played in that it, that it did look a bit like you they were playing a, a computer game, and and even some of the the way they presented some of the scenes was somewhat Japanese computer game yes. like. Yeah, yeah. So which which I'll, I'll mention those as we come along. Yeah, though. we will. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so, look, I'm going to do some bad pronunciation here. We've got Gantz is directed by Yasushi Karomara <laughs> uh, and Kichi Sato. I've got my sister-in-law is Japanese. I should have got her to tell me how to pronounce these. Uh, and it was written, the guy that created the manga comic book, which I'm sure there's some people out there, we might be on a Reddit page, page after this, sorry. Yes. Um, but Hiroo Aku, um, he is... Hiroya... Oku, oh, you can do it a lot better. Why am I pronouncing
0: it? I did study Japanese for a couple of years, and and you're letting me make these to stay for
1: a little while because I was so enamored of their animation, yes, basically. And um, the screenplay itself, why don't you have a go at that one then? Sorry, hey, come on. Oh, now here we go. Which one's the screenplay? Ah, uh, Tsutomu. Uh, now I'm on the spot. Yeah. Oh, oh Now it's <laughs> like <in> my brain.
0: <laughs> Kuroiwa. Ah,
1: yeah. oh, beautiful. So that was a screenplay. So, and apparently uh, the um, the actual manga is pretty well known uh, in Japanese culture and in manga culture around the world. Again, you could probably sound like you can hear that I, I don't really know much about the culture. Yeah. Um, but you know, just in what I went into this movie cold, as we always did. Very hopeful, very positive, as we always do as space brains. Um, and I enjoyed the whole process. And then afterwards, kind of just, you know, Googling, looking into it, going, oh, okay, this guy's known. He's got credentials. Yeah. He's been around. Also, this actual story, I think it's 2000 or 2001, that the the comic book actually was out and about. So it's kind of a bit older. Mm-hmm. And it's gone through a couple of different, pro- you know, creative projects over the years. And there's a TV show or series. That's around at the moment, I think, is it? Yeah, it's on Netflix, but I don't know it's if it's It's been out Australia there before, right so it's obviously something that is quite popular, um, and he's also quite popular in the manga scene, is what I could gather. Um, so, yeah, it was an interesting one. Obviously, totally digital, um, and there's a Japanese cast and a English cast, English, American yeah. cast, whatever you want to call it, but there's uh, the both versions So we are opening up the film with a beautiful dark enlightening aerial shot of Tokyo in some kind of ruins there's Flames stuff burning. around, burning. There's broken boxes of
0: smashed car.
1: Yeah, there's people are fleeing and screaming in huge crowds. I kind of really liked that. It sort of felt like something like Independence Day. You know, those kind of 2012, those things, end of the world apocalypse kind of style things. And then there's this massive kind of alien, weird monster creature that's like picking up a car and throwing it across downtown Tokyo.
0: Yeah, it's. it's I found it odd that he was wearing pants. <laughs> Like, and just like jeans, I think, and boots. Yeah, ripped jeans. Jeans yeah, and boots, like. and so I was immediately wondering, oh, a people turning, did someone turn yeah, into like a that? mutant or something, Because yeah. it looked yeah. like it was, yeah, some dude had, had suddenly gone berserk, but no. And it, we've
1: got this young, fit woman who's lying sort of passed out on the ground, who's kind of coming to, it's what we said before, she's in this really tight Lycra suit. Yeah, it's
0: like blue light disc things on her yeah. and
1: very cool. Very cool, actually. And she's kind of gathering herself and the creature sees her. So she like kind of hops up and flees. She starts running and he picks up a car and throws right. it at her, uh, you know, quite violently. And it's about to kind of hit her as she's running away from it. When this then drone flying car thing comes in and kind of like, you know, dismantles Spin, the slide. car.
0: We'd, we'd seen little cuts to this. Yeah. Like little, leading up to this where its a sort of little, like snippets. a little flash of like some spinning something you don't know what any of that is, mm. but then, this is where it sort of all comes to. It does comes to four and it yeah. it comes shooting through and knocks it through. some dude in the back's got a sword or something? Yeah, like, yeah. They and, look like
1: hardcore futuristic warriors. That's what I yeah. Thought. And he's
0: like <laughs> jumps off the the back of the car with his sword and they start
1: having a bit of. Is a that fight. sort of epic? Oh, i just got to make a note of that because is that that epic? Like he jumps off and it's like. You know, it's normal motion, and there's kind of like a few seconds of slow motion, and mm-hmm. then he like lands. You know what yeah. I mean? And then it's fighting time, and it's normal speed. You know, like well, yeah, they, so just they filmed this of... with an Android, you know,
0: Galaxy S <laughs> nine on slow <laughs> right, mo. On slow mo,
1: that just decides when things slow down. So you can see the trend there. We'll come back to that later because I know that's one of the trends of. Anime manga, um, yeah, and the dude hops off and he starts battling the monster, but he gets his ass kicked, doesn't he? He's getting picked up and thrown yeah, down, pretty a, hard. He does get
0: a literal hard yeah. kicking. oh and, and then he goes swings with his sword, and, and the thing like kicks the sword in half and breaks. Yep. And he's he's looking pretty like the human guy is looking a bit worse for wear, and his suit uh, bleeds out this little black. Goop. Yeah,
1: goop, yeah. And it Was kind she,
0: of powers down. Yeah, that's kind of... And and the, the woman, she says, uh, no, let's run, let's run, you'll yeah. die. And well, he says, what? But I have to try. Yeah, yeah. I Which have to try to
1: take it on. Yeah. It's
0: like, it's a very... Um, it strikes me as a very Japanese or at least a very anime yeah. statement of like certain doom. And he's like, "Goes no. But I have to try.
1: Yeah. Well, it kind of reminded me of not anime in, because I, that's not really my background, but it reminded me of like samurai culture. You know, like I've seen plenty of films where, you know, like the samurai, it's like they're up against 10 samurai and they're like the other, you know, the, the enemy is way stronger than them and they're like, you know, it's basically that they sacrifice themselves. So they're mm. like, they're, they're realistically, they're there going, it's me against 10 dudes. No, nah, but I have to try this. Like it, it's my honour. It's all about honour, isn't it? It's like yeah, you know, like someone else maintaining
0: yeah. a principle of, uh, and and we get more detail about this later. Later on, he, on yeah, he was thoroughly into uh, saving people. Yes, which is that's quite nice.
1: So anyway, he runs off, and she sort of doesn't want him to, but he he attacks this big monster. But again, he's slammed into the earth, um, and he manages to fire off, uh, sort of surprise the monster. He's got he's actually got this like high-tech laser gun thing. Yeah, these guns blue. are weird. They're like got round. They sort of light up. They don't fire a no. bullet or anything. But no. then all of a sudden there's like a vibration and their heads explode, isn't there?
0: Yeah, it's sort of like, yeah, they pull the trigger and there's a delay and then there's like a, a when they miss, there's like a little blue. Whoop. Yeah. And when they hit, there's just like they pull the trigger and this gun there's doesn't. There's nothing. The gun doesn't go blam or anything yeah. like that. It just goes whoop. Yeah.
1: And then there's silence for a moment and then the head explodes. <laughs> it's exploding. So it's,
0: it's, I know that's it's quite a creative sort of um, idea.
1: I liked it. I liked it. It was really unexpected when you first see it and then you see it again. Um, and then later they've got the gun that's like as they fire it, I don't know, this massive pounding laser thing is coming it's out of the sky. Force thing drops yeah, out of the drop, sky. And, and it's like dropping on the creatures as they, yeah, I don't know, it's bizarre, isn't it? But it's like awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean that's kind of part of that computer gaming. Mean, if you yeah. if you play your, your Final Fantasy type uh, your know, role playing games on the computers, they'll have an effect that someone will do and it'll be like just a, a yeah. force will appear out of nowhere so yeah. they can do something.
1: Actually that's a really good way to do it. It's a force that appears out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Always a space off, force. Always off screen. It just comes <laughs> yeah, in off screen. It just comes in and, off screen, right? That's yeah. the thing. So it's like where is how is that anyway. It's not the way it's the way it works, sorry. Um uh, he manages to the he managed to blow that um monster's head off but he dies yeah um he's
0: he's left there on his knees or something or other and
1: and then she is kind of weeping over his dead body uh, and then she starts to i don't know if i don't think pixelating is the right word but it's yeah. like it's like almost like an old laser printer mm. wiping off a centimeter of a time of her body well it
0: reminded me of the like, uh, you know those 3D MRI, yeah, those three D MRI scans where yeah. where you get it sliced through, sliced through, yeah, and so it yeah. sort of looked like that, like yeah. it was just dissolving her.
1: Like, I'm an '80s kid, so I thought laser,
0: okay, <laughs> yeah, <something>, laser printer, <laughs> something along those lines. Yeah, it's a very cool effect.
1: It was really, and cool. and in the background, you can see her comrades, just like their shoes, just finally yeah. disappearing. Yeah um so from there we have uh then a man and a wom- woman uh, characters are shopping downtown like in another city I presumed and um they're they're sort of noticing on their mobile phones and there's like those big computer you know big um, advertising screens in mm. the, in the city that they're walking down that there's a state of emergency um in Osaka. yes <laughs> did I pronounce that right oh no, thank God uh, you're my, you're the Japanese, Osaka. You're yeah. the Japanese uh, control level tonight. Sorry, so you know, Uh-oh. make Go sure that I'm correct on all Actually, of this. Funny thing is, when I was
0: last in Osaka, oh, well, I was with, you're ahead of me. I've never been uh, with my friend, and he obviously spoke no Japanese, and I had uh, I studied for a couple of years and and done a few <laughs> things. I'm As terrible. I am terrible at Japanese, uh, but. I was the one then became responsible for all the navigating. <laughs> I sit there, I'd sit there just sounding out the names of the shops and streets and all the rest of it and uh, you know, I have to go and try and order food and oh my <laughs> goodness, I me mean, Osaka was where we were. Order the first thing there was some ramen and the peculiarity of the Japanese language is that the word no is i e. Okay, that's massively overpronouncing it. But more casually, when you're speaking, it's yeah. <laughs> so the lady, she asked me if I'd like egg, you know, tomogo, uh, tomogoga. And I went, yeah. And so I didn't get it. And so I was eating my rum and I was going, oh, where's the egg? I said, yeah. I said, yeah. Oh, I said, yeah.
1: <laughs> so there's your little lesson. Don't say yeah for yes. No. That is a good little lesson. See, not only learning about films here, we are learning about Japanese pronunciation. Okay. I was um, there to
0: see
1: Iron Maiden, in case you wanted. <laughs> uh, Then we have this youngish man who's uh, on the subway, and he rings his son. Um, well, we think it's... Well, yeah. well I, I thought it was his son. That's I thought kind it was of, his son, yes. That's how I was interpreting it, because to me, this guy looked like a young man. He, later, it reveals he's 17, but to me, he looked like in his 20s, because he was all in a bit of a suit and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just, at this point in time, you don't know, but he's on the subway. I thought he was ringing... His son, um, and they kind of have an awkward conversation about him not getting home in time, and you can tell that. I mean, do you remember? He was, it's my birthday. Do you remember? It's like without saying it, he's saying, "Do you remember that today's a special night?" And he kind of pretends he has forgotten, but he's holding this like you know bag, um, and suddenly there's like screaming and yelling on the subway. People are saying he's got a knife, um, and he kind of like turns uh, this young guy. Uh, and he he holds for a second or two, but then he goes to help. And there's this old man; he's covered in blood, and he um you know tries to sort of help him a bit. And all of a sudden, this you know gangster kind of looking dude well, comes he, around. He looked and a
0: little bit. I I would say he was suffering a mental health issue. Yeah, it looked like because he was yeah. he's sort of staggering
1: from side to side. Yeah, he had he's got, got his big, big knife in
0: each hand, and it. it it wasn't in his right frame of mind,
1: and he tries to help the old man, but of course he's sort of put in a vulnerable position, and this guy just stabs. stabs yeah, him throws death. him up against the yeah. wall,
0: gives him a few stabs, and we we see that from a security camera, which we is do. an interesting viewpoint because you
1: immediately get the feeling that somebody's watching. You do, and it's also just cool because then it's not you're not it's 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 violent as anything, but it's also a bit removed.
0: Yeah, because you because there's a you know. Oh, uh, was it black and white? I think yeah, it was it was black, black and white. it's a bit grainy. It's like yeah. more of a shape of a person. Yeah, than knew it was actual... a security camera yeah, watching it. Yeah, sorry, yeah.
1: Um, and then then there's a really close-up, full color shot of a bloodied, crushed birthday cake. Yeah. Oh, that's so that's sad. That's nice. So you know, you know. Um, all of a sudden, bam! He wakes up. He's fine, but he's confused as all fuck in this room with the woman from the the start in her hot. Sexy lycra, blue yeah. light suit, whatever you want to call it. Um, an older man. An older man.
0: and it's Also nice. in a sexy tight light like <laughs> suit. He's
1: also in a tight suit, yes, for those. They, they catered for everyone, and that's what Manga does, I think. Um, uh, and the other thing is she's she she's looks a bit familiar. That's the thing. She's kind of a little bit familiar looking because we did see her in the ads when yeah, they're doing the, the state emergencies. But, but, you know, it's not quite, like, lined up like that easily, but there is a bit of a familiarity to her. Um, uh, she, she, they start explaining, like, he's obviously questioning everything, uh, and they explain that um, her name is Raker and she was in an accident. Um, she used to be an actress. She does, she's like, well, who cares about that now? Um, so there's an old... And then there's a younger man as well. Yeah, like a he, teen smart house. Fella. See, to me, he seemed like a teenager where Katu didn't really seem like a teenager. No,
0: he was a bit... A strange choice <laughs> making him 17. Like, yeah, that, I, th- I think so. But I think, I think it has to do with the target audience, audience of probably. the uh, anime. Because it's, it's not... If it's targeted at middle-aged men, it's middle-aged um, men with childhood fantasies of being the superhero with a
1: sword... It is. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they're in this, there's also this huge black orb. Um, so there, there's a teenage guy and there's another sort of grumpy, grumpy, dude. grumpy Italian guy. <laughs> like he really wasn't it's Japanese an, to me. American? I think he's just it? meant to be generically American. I think so. So he's... I don't know, like New Yorker. I think New yeah. Yorker. He's a New Yorker. He's a New Yorker, so he's grumpy. He's an asshole. This is us talking like New Yorkers, <laughs> that's right? We're assholes, <laughs> you know that kind of idea. Oh. We like to pick on other people, Japanese people. <laughs> so, as, as and you, that's what this guy does, isn't he? He's a bit of an asshole. And you can tell we don't have any listeners in New no, York. So, no. well, if you are
0: in New York listening to us, let, let us know free, that you're not an asshole. Feel free to
1: uh, correct us on our um, our, our accents. Yes. Um, so anyway, and it, I lo- I really liked this. It starts singing, what I would call a Japanese TV jingle. That's how that that kind of came across yeah, to the me. Like dance it, it reminded me of we've spoken about it previously, but like something like Lost and the old-fashioned kind of nostalgic, going back to a different time, which is a cool little. Uh, it's a cool little um, attention to detail because it's like you could have it coming in like doom doom, you know, be really futuristic. But to like for it to play like an old jingle, you know. It's just, we had it in Demolition Man, didn't we? the idea of like in the future they like old jingles, you know, and it's you know, the old radio station jingles. It was it was also a an
0: alienness to it because yeah. ra- it didn't seem appropriate. There's this intimidating yeah. black orb yeah. sitting there, which is clearly of some importance. Yes. <laughs> and then it just starts like writing stuff up on a surface and it's got this yeah. weird little voice. It, you're going to have to kill this next monster in 2 hours and like the little ding 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 ding, ding, ding yeah. noises and it's just uh yeah you, you totally knew that that was not not a human construction
1: no and it makes it feel it makes it feel unsafe doesn't it it's like yeah, it's, there's a real kind of like it's too weird. this is really alien to us you know so it makes sense Um, the American, he's not happy about it all. He, he, you know, he's explained, it's explained, the old man explains to them that, um, they're in like an endless survival game, um, because this orb has sort of flashed up this old man, like an image of an old man. That's who they must kill to end the game. Uh, and the American's not happy. So he sort of picks up his suit, Tries to smash the window. He's not happy. I do what I want. I do what I want. I'm a new Yorker. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't <that> care. Cheeseburger. <laughs> so, like Christopher Walken. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something. Yeah. Like. Some stereotypes there yeah. like we're doing right now. Um, so anyway, the young teenage boy surprises them all by kind of threatening him and he threatens back and he just blows just his head blows off. Blows his head off. With that blue gun, you know. Um, and it wasn't it lovely that they like made it that the blood... Of the American that's just been exploded over the room, it's like dripping. It's, you know, it's like... quite
0: quite gruesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's on everything, and it's just dripping off the ceiling. Like I I, I appreciated that. I like that. Um, they also say that they've had they've had stronger leaders in the past, but last mission they lost them. So that's kind of referring back to what that opening was all about, wasn't it? That yeah. they. That obviously, yeah, that leader that went in—he was, you know, a tough guy that kept them together. Whereas now they're kind of a bit like, eh, "We're the leftovers." <laughs> and yeah, and then the the timer starts. Yes.
0: And then suddenly, uh Suzuki, the old guy, and, and Rika start saying, urging Kato yeah. to get his his suit on. Get it on, get it on. Kato's still going. I'm not sure what it really is is going on or what I'm yeah. doing. And this is oh, for goodness' sake. Just get it on. And yeah. so he he pulls it on in time. And then he gets dissolved by too, this yeah. blue thing and and we see from his point of view then that he's looking in the reflection of the window, yeah. and you can see his his middle section is gone, and it started from the top of his head down and as it passes his eyes, the screen as it passes down goes to a new view, yes, which I thought was was quite good, so yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's like as that part of his eye was simultaneously you know mm. here and there and
1: yeah, it's all connected. Very, very well done there. So, in this new world, um, you know, they're a bit unsure where they are, but then they are in Osaka. Osaka. <laughs> and, uh, you know, again, it's a world that's kind of, you know, people are screeching and screaming, and there's sounds like there's destruction in the distance. And so they've been flung into this war, really. Um, and uh, the four of them are there, and they've got their, the others sort of have their guns ready, whereas Kato is very like, you know, he's disorientated, he doesn't really know what's going really, on. I really got the uh, feeling of Keanu
0: Reeves in The Matrix. Yes, there's a similar. He thing, even had a it? similar way of moving. I he found. did, didn't he? Yeah, and hair and I yeah. know oh, I've got that same sort of vibe. Yeah, I could of see that. Matrix yeah. Keanu. The Neo, I suppose, yeah, sort of is sort of moving around
1: looking. He's going and not yeah. sure what's going on. It's quite good. Whereas, you know, you have the young guy who's all confident. You have the old man going, oh, sh-, you know, are we going to all die? Yeah. <laughs> and Reiko kind of, again, just sort of a bit protective of everything. So um, they were not a very, you, you didn't have a lot of faith that in this world they are going to succeed, did yeah. you? You know, it didn't seem that they were going to go anywhere.
0: And while they're looking around, uh, Reiko. She opens up a like a little wrist motion tracker thing Yeah. Because they're wondering what what the monsters you know they're gonna have to find monsters, and there's a blip on it. Yeah, and it's coming And they watch, them. and they watch, and then as they see this, yeah, kind of like a
1: person coming to geisha them.
0: dressed woman in traditional yeah. clothes on those funny little sandily clog things, but her face is all like blank with yeah. a big open mouth, and she's walking yeah, like a zombie like badly. Yeah. Towards them. And, yeah, they, they, they pull out their guns and they, they're sort of shooting and shooting and shooting and they're all out of range. And Nishi just says, oh, you idiots. He's the young teenage kid. <laughs> he calls everyone idiots. You idiots. She's out of range. And they, you know, they, their guns run out and he just stands there and waits and waits and Til waits. Till this creature gets really fast. Till finally his little gun registers, ding, in yeah. range like this little blue line and she crosses over it, yeah. lights up, boom. She pulls the, the trigger and, and it literally just goes boop, and the and the end opens. There's no beam. There's
1: no flash. That's right. Like I don't even know that it's actually fired. Yeah, that's right. And and she keeps coming. And that's you the think thing. what an ineffectual yeah. weapon. Yeah. And then yeah, she. And by the but it's like right, she's right on top of Kato, isn't she? Yeah. And Just her head explodes. <laughs> her head, her head goes up like yeah, like a melon yeah. hit by a futuristic
0: gun that doesn't <laughs> shoot. Something like that.
1: Yeah. Um, and so he's, Kato's still confused as anything. And the older man says, we must kill all the targets in the allotted time or humanity will cease to exist. Which yeah. was very like, then I was like, wow, that's, how did you, how have you come to this conclusion? Yeah, like, That sounds like really hardcore, doesn't it? Well, that's the
0: same thing. You mentioned Lost before, and it's the same thing, you're going to keep pressing that? the button. Yeah. And you well, how do you know that's going to happen? Because... I guess the problem is if, yeah, do you want to find out the hard way?
1: Yeah, that's right. Is, yeah, we've got to defeat them all, all of humanity. How do you know all of humanity? Like, yeah, how do you know? How, I was in humanity last week and we weren't dying then. Yeah. And you guys have been fighting for a while, right? Well, I mean, the monsters were news reports. Yeah. but yeah. They're not everywhere. They didn't no. seem to be terribly concerned. Who cares?
0: <laughs>
1: Seal <laughs> off the city. Run for your life. Yeah,
0: I I think they'd kind of come to expect that this happens from time to time.
1: Um, They realise they're in Osaka and not Tokyo, whereas last time they were. So there's like a change. They're the Tokyo team. They're the Tokyo team, whereas now they're here. Um, And this is a bit I really like, and I'll come back to it, I think, Uh. a bit later. But the the tracker then senses... not only a creature, but then lots of them. And yes. they, they kind of quickly hide next to these cars. Yeah, And it's a bridge in the city. Yeah, and the monsters are down below the below. bridge. And then they sort of start coming up over start the bridge. Oh, this and is they, such a good scene. I loved it. Eh? It's, it's a favourite for me. And um, the, the, the other thing was these monsters were like, for me, it was like they were... um when the wild things are, yes. where the wild things are, they like they ha- some of them had those big heads and some of them had weird arms and they were like you know the 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 face was an eagle but the body is I don't know a cow sort of caricatures or, like, you know. yeah they would look really weird but then they're also scary you know well, see, I recognise a couple of them, and... them from
0: Japanese folklore yes like right. there was okay. one of them scampering along that looked a bit like a turtley and it was holding a little cap on its head yeah and that that. Is a, oh, what you what called like a kappa, yeah, which is a little turtle thing. But it has a little dish in its head which has water, and it often keeps a lid over it because if it spills that water, it dies. Right. And so it, it was going along holding a little cap yeah. over its dish yeah. on its so head. It's a very and, vulnerable monster. Then. And a lot of the other <laughs> monsters, yeah, also had that that folk tailish fairy taleish kind yeah, of look. Yeah, fairy tale. But they were they weren't. You could, because we do that in 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 movies a lot. You know, Hollywood will famously pick a a monster that gets displayed, but then they'll really monsterize it. Yes. Like, whereas you look at the classical picture of a wicked gnome and it's kind of almost comical. Yes. But then, yeah. you know, Hollywood will, will monsterize it. Yeah. This was the other way around. They sort of, the the fairytale sort of picture, which looks a bit comical. They then got an exaggerated <laughs> and I but they looked quite realistic because is, yeah. the rendering style of this animation well, that's
1: right yeah they looked like they were, they looked as real as the people so yeah, it was kind it of didn't, like, oh, they they're it didn't there. look like cartoons
0: no. not like Monsters, Inc. or something like that they no. looked like real monsters and
1: then there's this awesome huge head something is yeah coming <laughs> like, up something goes, big is coming is, up yeah, over
0: yeah. behind them uh, cuz they've been hiding behind the car and then yeah. something's come the other side <laughs> and there's a lot of hair and a comes up and you see the eyes yeah. and the face and you go, holy <laughs> crap, it's like a big ogre thing. Yeah. No, no, just the head. Just the head. Yeah, and it <laughs> it, roll- <laughs> it would have been comical if not for the fact
1: that it was so terrifying. Yeah, no. His head was rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And they sort of like they, they just run and they take cover um, and that's when this other awesome soccer team rock up uh, and they just start slashing. These monsters yeah, down. The big they? headed smashed
0: Kato into the ground. Yeah. And that's where we learn that the suits sort of have a bit of a force field yeah. effect on them. Yeah. But they're not invulnerable because when he got hit, his suit kind of went scrunchy and the, yeah. the, the light dimmed a little bit.
1: Yeah. And then it slowly it protects, came back on. Yeah. It protects the body. Somehow. So there's, there is some. Um, that was nice a nice little touch, wasn't it? Because the head was like rolling around. You're like, well. Yeah, it's scary, but you probably could outrun it. You could probably hide in a building. And it probably can't really get you. But just at that last moment, when he's like rolling, rolling, he's kind of running away from it. It just goes ha, and it like just beamed up into the sky. And it bounced. And up you're and like, oh god, it's just gonna come and squish him, which it does. Big like, head, it was though. was a yeah. really funny kind of thing to it. But these these Osaka guys rock up, and they're hardcore military. And they've got those dudes, those spinning blade beams. cycle things. They've got and like weapons that are way more powerful. Um and they're just confident as anything, aren't they? They're just oh, like yeah. I'm they're, they're cowboys, yeah. They own the te- one of them's like the one of the main guys. I I wrote down that one was called George and the other one was called Mayo, I think, or Maru or something. I did write them down later when um Anzu talks about them. Mm. But um one of them, I can't remember which one it is now, but he's, like, just smoking. Like, he doesn't care. That's how confident he is. Like, there's all these monsters. He's just still smoking away. Yeah, he's got the, the cigarette just dangling from the mouth. Dangling from the mouth. And he's not really even taking them in. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, there's a great bit there as well because they, like, fire on the monsters. They have their little fight thing. And then they also insult the ranker, don't they? They're like, hey, check out the tits on that one. Oh. In her suit. Yeah, they the, <laughs> they weren't endearing themselves as no. opposed
0: to Carter, who came along and immediately tries to rescue dude at the subway. Yeah, and then tries he, to help people. This he tries to help help them even this initial bit. You know, yeah. And these other guys turn up, but they're kind yeah. of and shouting then- and loud and. Yeah, and abusive Vulcan, to women. Right. Yeah,
1: like one of them He's like, "I'm going to kill the monsters, and then I'm going to come back and get you." You know, sort of like so. It's that real sort of arrogant kind of masculinity on display, and they do. And there's a great moment where they, you know, brutalizing all these monsters that on her tracker, where you could see all the uh, yellow highlighted dots indicating monsters. They're all being annihilated; like they're yeah. all disappearing off her screen. Um, but then there's a monster that kind of overpowers a few of them and kills them. And we get those two leaders, the cigarette guy, who then has to kind of, oh, I guess I have to get rid of this one, you know. Mm. And it's like an eagle with a sword as a as a tail or something, I don't know. you know, like it just and actually killed a couple of the, yeah. the soldiers. I don't know. The monsters here are just incredible. Um, it was hard to keep up because they're all different. They're all so crazy, you know. Like it was it was a real sight for the eyes. Hey, like it, yeah, was it was- real got my imagination going.
0: Yeah, you know, I, and I, that's one of the things that I really loved about this was just all the the wacky rank and file monsters yeah. were all over the shop. And then, um, and speaking of that, the monster then that uh, Kato finds, yeah, you know, he goes, "Oh, I've got to go." Yes. And while while Suzuki and is like saying, "No, no, no, let's just hide. Yes. Let's just hide and wait. wait. They will take care of it." Yeah, yeah. Wait till everyone else does everything. Yeah. And Kato's like, "Well, I'm not sure about that," so he yeah. sort of wanders off. And uh, was that when does he get the coins? That's when that's when it happened. The the
1: old man says to him, like, don't go, Suzuki says, don't go, let's hide. And ah, and then he says, I've got to go, I've got to help people, you know. And uh, and he goes, Well, some of the phones still work, and he gives him coins. Some coins, yeah, "Yeah, there's someone you got to call. He also explains to about the hundred points, he does, yeah, because.
0: Uh, yeah, he says those guys, their weapons are just yeah. so much better. Like yeah, they've got these right. little yeah. pew pew guns and yeah. these other guys have this, this sort of great huge thing that makes this force drop out of the sky and smush <laughs> things in all the splash yeah. of blood. Yeah, And uh, that's when uh, and Nishi is going to uh, have a, she's going to shoot him. Yeah. like Because N- Nishi is just a goito, I think. And Suzuki jumps in, no, 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 I'll explain, I'll explain to him. And he says, yeah, if they if they win a hundred points, because they're somehow scored, that's not really explained how the scoring is. It's just yeah. obviously it's like a game, you know, yeah, as you yeah. said. You get a hundred points, you get a choice of three things. Uh better weapons, which is the obvious choice. <laughs> number two is resurrect a fallen team member. Yeah. So you... And number three is your freedom, yeah. which is you get your memory wiped and you're sent back out into the real world. Hmm. And uh, th- this is where Nishi is his name
1: Nishi? Look, we'll go. With yes, it
0: is. It's Nishi, and I remember that because it's it's like she is four and or death, and Nii is two. I'm wearing okay. with two death or two kills or yeah, right. I don't know whether there was some sort of meaning behind his yeah. name being shortline. But anyway, uh, the the yeah he goes whatevs and he f- goes uh, invisible, and so disappears. He says, "Yeah, I'm going to wait till the big guys come yeah. out." Take care so of he's him, obviously won a couple battles or at least one battle because yeah. he's got invisibility coat, yes. you know, like cloaking. Uh, and yes, so Carter goes off with his coins and he's sort of... I, I think at this stage he's still kind of a bit... doesn't really know what, what is he he's do. meant to be doing. Yeah. And while he's there, he, he comes across Anzu and, you know, she says, what are you doing is like, I'm trying to help people. And she just thinks he's joking. No, 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 just just stay back and just wait, they'll they'll take care of it. And I found it was amazing that all of these people were just going, No, 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 just, yeah, just hide. Just hide, just be small, let let the those guys do it all. And he's like, oh, I don't think I can he's 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 sort of going, Oh, okay. And they talk and he say so he explains that he's got his got son, and he's got yeah. a brother and she's got a son, and it's like, Oh, so we can't die then And he says, No, no, I can't. Because yeah, he's yeah, his his poor little brother, ten year old,
1: is otherwise all by himself and goes to goodness knows where. So they come across. She she actually says, "Oh, there's a family that need help. I'll take you to them." So she takes him to him, and there's this like old man, old woman. They're like, I really like that. The old woman's like. It's like, we're too old. Don't worry about us, but you must save the boy. <laughs> yes. You, you can let him kill
0: us. We and the old a good man life.
1: tries to, but this monster is huge. I could say, And it's really another big... weirdo. This seems yeah. to be just
0: like a head with arms and a tail that and has. And then like some a, sort
1: of weird tail. A, with a weirdly
0: a sharp, overly biological functioning tail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, a, a, again, a very, very anime sort of man. And then also, thing.
1: like, uh, we find out in this scene, like, it's put bodies into these little. Pustules, pus holes in its back. Oh,
0: well. what the hell? Who comes up
1: with this stuff? I know, I know, it's hilarious, isn't it? It's hilarious on one side and horrific on another. Like, yeah, I love it's... that. I loved, I really loved it. got my imagination cranking. in this movie. Yeah, like, it, I really, just... it really sucks me in with that imagination. Um, But he insists on fighting, and even she then just like leaves him to fight. And uh, as she's walking away, she sort of realizes, oh, I think this dude, I kind of, you know, yeah, got some feelings for him. He's, he's actually pretty serious. Cool. He's uh, pretty serious. He's really going for it. You could tell he doesn't really know what he's doing. Um, she goes back to kind of help him, but then she's picked up with that tail. This monster kind of grabs yeah. it with his tail and her gun goes flying across. Um, and it's it's more powerful, which indicates she has fought previously. Yeah. she's or, kind of got a better gun, doesn't she? It's,
0: well, it's, it's unclear as to whether everyone just gets given those basic guns and they upgrade from there or if her gun was of similar power but just a different variety that suited the
1: monster that then they were fighting i don't know Uh so this thing kind of he he gets a moment he's he's whacked around a bit by the monster and he's sort of like close calls on whether he's going to get killed but then he fires this gun and this gun instead of the blue thing it's like an old-fashioned uh wire (laughs) that goes out and traps the monster, kind nice. of wraps around it, bolts to the ground, um, but then it, like, slowly turns on and goes it goes red, red and yeah. then it, like, you're thinking, like, again, a bit like the head exploding, there's a delay. There's always a delay in these weapons, which yeah. is weird, isn't it? And then it, like, just literally starts chopping down, like, tightening and just chopping the yeah,
0: monster's it's like, head down. like the blue teleporting way, but it's, like, red as the, the lines... It just dissolves, dissolves away into where it's been wrapped up, and yeah. oh. until finally it chews monster, through enough of the monster, monster and the monster forms down. Monster's dead, yeah. Like... <laughs> and then he he's like pulls Anzu out of the.
1: She's in out the of this ball. weird
0: orifice. Thing. Yeah. It's I, I assume a little cap of scab forms over it later. <laughs> oh, it's just awful.
1: Yeah, a um, yeah. bit like Alien, isn't it? You know, there's like. Yeah, it's to the wall it's a bit like and that. Having the yeah. Babies, I suppose, maybe something like that, um, and yeah, so so the yeah. But then we cut to that's why it's George and Mora was the names I got with the two leader soldiers, mm. um, and they they're kind of scoping out that one of them is killing a monster, and you have this shot that right up on a tower. They they notice they're they're sort of they've noticed that there's this creepy guy right up on the tower. One of them one of them says to the other, isn't that he's a bit little but he's creepy and it's just this little ball man. And there's another other eagle winged red skin big red skin demon sort of creature. So there's just a scene there between the two those two guys, um, Reiki and uh, Suzuki are having a debate whether they should actually go and help people. They're still yeah. they like to this is all these two do don't they? They just Sit around and chat about whether they should help people. Yeah. They're kind of the whole movie. <laughs> and and that's why I think it was the the hope, because initially yeah. they're just going, no,
0: let's just let's just back off and hide. Yeah. Which to me didn't make sense. It made sense to kill as many as, as much as you were capable of you killing, know, like all those first level yeah. critters, to give the best chance of the better fighters to not
1: be worn out or yeah. get taken out by accident type yeah. of thing. Or even like, you know, you've you've been given a gun that can kill them. The monsters, like even that first zombie lady, they didn't necessarily seem like the smartest monsters in the world. So maybe just stand there and start killing them as much yeah. as possible. And if you're a team, you could... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so uh, they're kind of debating when this massive ramhead creature, like huge, as big yeah, as, as a, a big building. body crab legs. Crab body thing, kind of like comes out of the river, I yeah. think, yeah. Uh, and sort of you know stands up and it's as, as tall as a building. And it's a very Godzilla kind of yeah, style. Yeah, you're isn't thinking you
0: know? these little guns. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They blew up heads. Yeah, they're not going to take I down don't, this they're thing. Gone, no, 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 they're not going to do that. And then that's when out of
1: the river came this massive futuristic robot
0: thing. Well, we'd been told about um, what's his name, Laurie, uh, Oka. Oka, that's it. Oka. Yes, Sorry, Oka, Oka, who'd yeah. won seven times. Yes, because. Um, yeah, George and Mora had been victorious three times, or four times, or something. Yeah, and this guy had done seven times, and we're, we're told initially he just hides, like cloaked, until yeah. there's something worth killing. Yes, and we saw Nishi do that, so that's what I was expecting. Yeah, but then this big. Blue glowing mecha, yeah. which looks like the suits' little blue glowing discs. Yeah, yeah, this thing was just covered with these things. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was a bit of an awkward looking machine. It was. It didn't, yeah, look, yeah. it didn't look like a Gundam or a, no. you know, one of these um, r- Robotech. No, it looked mecha still thingos. like it
1: needed a bit of work, didn't it? To yeah, be a bit more a... fluid compared to a big Ram Demon Crab. But still, creature.
0: it uncloaked <laughs> and yeah. it jumped. It stepped up out of the river. Yep. and started having a fisty fight with these. That's what they call a fisty fighters is Fisty fight, yeah, <laughs> so' they're um, punching this thing up and they're, they're, they're wrestling and crashing yeah. and,
1: and then then we have um the soldiers a, a group of soldiers kind of appear and and uh to rank her and and Suzuki and they they uh and then and Katu comes back and and they're kind of the soldiers like guns pointing who are you? what are you doing here you know you black suited people you know who which side are you on? Um, and actually, Cartoon says, oh, we're part of Guns, Zero. Yeah. But they're like, well, we don't know what that is. What's We what, don't you know what that is. Where do you come from? You know, who's your boss? That kind of stuff. Yeah, show us your badge. Yeah. Uh, and this is where that winged demon creature that was up on the top of the building suddenly rocks up. Rocks up. Uh, it lands uh, on top of them. Lands it lands on two them? soldiers, splats them, you know, blood goes everywhere. The other soldiers start firing the bullets aren't really having any effect, and he uh, then just starts picking them up, and he uses, <laughs> he uses like one of the soldiers to like clobber another one. You know, oh, like, just literally the whole body. Uh, so it kind of gives you an idea of how big this dude dude is, and all the soldiers are kind of like brutally murdered in that in yeah. that in that pretty pretty quickly. And um, he, this monster turns to Katu and and Ranker, and that and you're thinking, oh no, they're they're done for, aren't they? That's what I thought. And the, then the Osaka the, guys rock up. Yeah, the, the two, George and Mildred, turn up. <laughs> <laughs> and they're super confident about taking him down. You know, they've got that big gun. Um, Was it George He just sort of goes, well, I guess I'm going to have to I guess I'm going to have to fight it. him, you know. Yeah. Right? And so he goes and he, um, yeah, he, 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 I think at first he fights him a little bit hand on hand, but he gets whacked over. So then he pulls out that gun that brings in this force from out mm. of the sky and it pounds him into the earth, and blood just pulls up like a big waterfall of blood. And he's like, Ugh. and then, but then this creature—he's lost his wings.
2: Yeah, but from he gets that, gets back up. Again. But he
1: stands back up, and he so he like fires again. He's pounded back down. There's more blood, but he gets back up again. He fires again. Bam, bam, and he just keeps firing. And it's kind of like every time he's firing, he's taking off a layer of skin, but he's not stopping him. No. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> it was. Yeah, this is the beginning of the boss fights. Anyway, so he's he, he sort of fighting him, and he's doing a weapon, and then this creature kind of roars against the force, I suppose, and yeah, he, manages he to like knock catches out. The, the the force that drops yeah. down, he sort of holds up holds against it. it. Yeah, he holds up against As it, which was interesting, um, and and flings it back um, and grabs uh, Mora. Mora was the one that was firing. Crushing, and he starts crushing yeah. him, and he's like, "I think does he punch him or stab him or something?" And then keeps firing, and they they and he and then the the monster's dead, basically. Like well, the thing is, though, yeah, it's like George is just sitting back watching. Yeah, George is just kind he's, of going, going come, "Come on, come on, you can do it." Yeah, it's taking too long. How long does it take? Yeah. Um, anyway, and, and then he's like, looks at Mora and it's he's realised that he's actually died in the process. So yes, he, he has killed the monster, but he's also died himself. Um, and this little, the little creepy bald guy starts, you know, walking towards. Well, them. See,
0: this is what I, I was starting to get out of this, is because I've I've played these uh, Japanese role playing games, and the way they tend to work is the two sides. It's like uh, and Pokemon mm. computer games yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, the two sides line up, and yeah. then one of them will step the forward and and fight, yeah. and the others just stand by and watch, watch. until it's and it's really just a turn based sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, but you get this same effect of. One comes forward and does whatever it can do and everyone else is just standing there. And I was like, wow, he's got that weapon and then... And then, yeah, and the same thing. And this was like someone would fight a monster and everyone else would stand back going, oh, oh, oh. And I was sitting there just saying, it'd be a lot easier if you all shot. Yeah, you all shot at the ones. Like, yeah, surely that would happen. It's like effect. you've got this, uh, it, you know, Mora is being
1: grappled with. they get with. the 100 points. So I guess the thing is if you we all shoot at once, who gets the 100 points? Well,
0: see, points? I, I think it's 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 playing off this, this computer game trip yeah, because yeah. there's nothing to stop them they all just shoot in there. And, yeah. I mean, George was even sitting there back watching there just waiting. Yeah. Yeah, I'll wait for you to do it. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. You've done it. And you sort of think, what? You <laughs> what? Why are you not doing this? You know, like yeah. And the number of times they just stood there looking at these monsters doing nothing. Yeah. And I realized that it was, it was playing off that computer game <laughs> concept so, yeah. Where, yeah. where you can't act until it's your turn. Yes. And in this... Everyone was waiting for their turn to act, which I found funny
1: until the very end when finally Kato. Yeah. That brings them. them all together, doesn't he? Um, so this little creepy ball guy kind of <laughs> oh, comes plodding along. wasn't he creepy? <laughs> yeah, he was creepy. He's, you know, he's in his little sort of suit and that. And he did remind me, of, I think he's probably come out of like, you know, a little creepy. Ja- old Japanese man, you know, and his yeah. little... um, he's got the big earlobes. Big and earlobes. Funny and, obi. Uh, the... It's like he's naked underneath his robe, you know, like it's it's, it's sort of a little bit... And, pretty, and he's like he's like humming kind of thing. You know, da, 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 you know, and he's muttering to himself. So he's like little creepy old Japanese man. um, And George kind of goes, oh. And because of the death of Moro, like he steps up and George, we've known previously in the film, he's got his big samurai knife thing and... um. So he just slices him, you know, in a really kind of cool, stylized, you know, one, two, three, four slashes that would, you know, annihilate any creature you would imagine. And when he turns around, those four slices of one person just kind of blob into four versions of the little old man.
0: Yeah, that's, and that's, like, that's what oh. I was thinking was this guy's power. is going to be like, yeah.
1: okay, you knock not going to Every you time that. you kill him, he multiplies, you know. Yeah. Um, and so then he, then he starts to, no, no, then they merge back. They merge back into the one. Um, and then he try he starts fighting him with the sword. Everything he's throwing at him is not working. This yeah, guy is dodging. faster. He's dodgy. He's he quicker. jumps up and jumps on top he, of the sword. He on the sword and, when yes. he's swinging it. And of course he's exhausted. I'm thinking, oh, he's doing the old um, Muhammad Ali move yeah. really. Like, you know, dance like a, like a butterfly, you know, like, you know. Um, so it's like just kind of hover back, hover back, you know, and, be tire out your opponent, and then bam, um, and that's kind of what he, do, he does. But he, he's oh god, he like swallows. He, he like you know at one, at one point he's had enough, and then he swallows him by becoming naked women that yeah, are just that was, multiplying, spewing forth again. The creativity life. there
0: is just like yeah. Wh- who who thought oh you know what it's going to do? He's going to turn this is weird. Reproducing flesh monster
1: of naked women, <laughs> just constant. Like so, it's just like body parts and women, you know, just women pouring out, and it's suffocated him. You know, it's like he's disappeared inside these naked and, women. And this
0: turns into a, a giant a naked giant n- woman made n- of naked women. Naked women, yeah. Its fingers
1: are like the legs, legs of and bodies, hips, that and form the hand. it's, yeah, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's twisted. Yeah, stuff. it's very twisted stuff, and it spits George's head out. Get rid of that. Uh, so Kato must fight uh, he, he must fight He must fight And the others are telling him not to um, But he does And he's actually He sort of starts to win a little bit Against this like womanly It's shooting, shooting and it's shooting dodging and, and flipping And turning yeah. and twisting And finally and he kind of gets
0: it Well I think it gets It gets distracted by uh, The other guys The other guys yeah. And then he shoots in the back of the head And blows the head K-padoosh. Yeah And they go, oh, okay. And then it bends over backwards. You think it's falling, but no, its arms come down and catch it. (laughs) And then it sort of morphs out
1: again and it keeps going. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, so it kind of comes out and the head grows again, doesn't it? And um, this is where Nishu Nishu suddenly appears, you know, because he's been cloaked and um, just blows the boob, woman head monster thing apart boob woman head monster (laughs) it's just i don't know how you describe these how is it written in the script you know like honestly
0: yeah how Um, did they
1: describe that to the artist so we want some
0: we want some idea renderings here it's it's a boob woman
1: head (laughs) monster it's a woman made of naked women all over
0: especially boobs especially boobs
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh i know just the thing i leave it with me you know you do oh my god yeah um and, uh, you know, that's great. And, you know, the, the, it, it disintegrates into a bloodbath and they're all kind of like, oh, you know, you, you did that. That's great. Um, and th- then it starts the blood bubbling and you're like, this thing, ain't, this thing's coming yeah, back. Yeah, something's thrashing like, around. And man. there's a bit of, threat, you know, splaying up, up, and this, this other uh, creature um, bubbles out of the bloodbath and in fact, the Nishu he disappears really quickly when the bubbling is yeah, happening. He backs off and disappears. Yeah, so. um, but uh, he's um, he's then suddenly reappears and he's had his arm ripped off by this new monster, hasn't he? Yeah, it, was, it sort of all happened really yeah, rapidly. Yeah, in that yeah. I've I, I, I watched this just yesterday afternoon. So. I, You'd think I'd re- really yeah, realise yeah. what's going on, but, but yeah. it, it, he does because he sees it bubbling, so he disappears, and then cut and that watching, and this monster, the new monster appears, uh, and it kind of like viciously, I think, throws around, and suddenly Nishu's back, and he's got he's lost his arm.
0: Yeah, poor guy. You know,
1: and so they kind of grab him and they run away, um, and then we cut to the soldiers see the robot is fighting that big giant ram monster Godzilla thing, and they're fighting, and the robot uh actually gets you know pounded by the ram thing and you know falls backwards, falls backwards. and they're like was, and the ram celebrates' and, the blue and they're like, oh no, we off. thought you know, we thought we had it. And then this is where they go, No, look, look on top of the Rams head. There's there's a little sort of robot, isn't there, you know? And, and this is what the soldiers said, look on top of the Ram head thing yeah. monster. <laughs> That's there's, my script version. Sorry, a, uh, this and is, the, this, this thing's is, like you know doing all sorts of like you know karate. This is why you end up with scripts flipping. with
0: three writers on it. Cause you do. The first writer says, and then and then <laughs> boobs, and it explodes <laughs> in a blood. Uh, and then there's a blood bar. Ram head monster thing kill robot. A huge robot. <laughs> that's it. That's how they explain it. And then the the, the second. Hey, I'm an ideas man. This the is the editor idea. comes in and,
1: and starts polishing <laughs> yeah. that a little bit. You know, like. that's right. If only it was that easy. Yeah. Um, And you see this little thing and they say, it's Oka, it's the Oka guy that's won the seven times and he just stabs the ram monster, you know, in the head and it, you know, falls to the ground and they're like, yeah, you know. Um, And anyway, Oka then comes across this creature that's come out of the blood path and it's a skeletal kind of thing, isn't it? I think at that point, I'm just trying to remember, pretty sure. Yeah, it is, It's it's like a... No no, 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 it's a, no, it's a
0: muscly, yeah. skin No, it's dude. not the muscly skinny dude. Yeah, because he, he like chops him in half. He, he rushes forward with his, this weird suit that Oka's wearing with great yeah, big right. arms and there's blades at the elbows. He rushes forward and goes, slice, yes. and spins around. And the, the top half of this, this naked bare-chested monster thing flips backwards. But then it sort of coils back up, and he turns around and says, ha-ha, you will not give me so easily.
1: Oh that's right, okay. And yeah. so then
0: he and then this this monster, he also had the blades out his elbows and they had, yeah. they do this spinning Yoda fight they thing. They do, that's right. You can't keep up with it. And there's just uh again Oka like slashes, slashes, slashes and you think, Yeah, that's
1: definitely done it. He's done like a thousand slashes, but they all just heal up. Yes, and Kato's like he, Oka then walks uh away and Kato's like, You did it, you did it and he goes Look closely. Yeah, we, got to... And in the dust bath, there's this bald man monster appears, mm. you know, and it's like, you know, like he's waiting there. Um, and the bald creature seems to learn. So as they start sort of fighting, he overpowers. Um, and Oka kind of fights him. And the way he, he's sort of starting to lose the battle against the big one. So then he puts a... Um, uh, like you know, out of his suit that he's wearing, it's like a smoke screen, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and it kind of so the ball man like stabs him and rips him up, but in fact, then as he turns around, uh, that's when uh, Oka is and he slices and dices. Yeah,
0: stabs him through and then rips the blade all up,
1: peels in half almost. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and drops down. Yes. And then he walks away, and Kato says, "Oh, is he dead?" And he says, "No, you've got to catch this one off guard." Yeah. Um, and then so, and he says it's too risky, we'll do it later. And he just walks away, like into the distance. And so, he, and he actually gives Kato the sword, yeah, which is he interesting. Chucks the sword to him, yeah. Um, and Kato's there with Rankin, that and they say, Don't, don't, you know, don't go near him, it's too risky, all that sort of stuff. But he's like, Oh, this is our chance, like, we're gonna let's get rid of him because at the moment, it's a pool of blood, kind of basically. Well, that's again. what I was thinking. I mean, just, like, what better way of catching him off guard than yeah, just run up like and keep when, hacking the yeah, body yeah, just keep, you know, use that gun on him, you know, just go for it. Um, so they go up. Uh, Kato goes up. Sorry, and as he's almost on top of the body, this ball flies out of the stomach and then just fires an array of red bullets. And Suzuki jumps in front of Kato and mm. says, "No," oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, of course. And ooh, you know, takes a bullet and Cops a bit. Basically, is dead. Um, well,
0: he's not. He's not fully dead. He's not fully he's, dead, but he's, he's really bad off. Yeah. And uh, again, I, th- I think Kato at this point after a bit of kind of backing off and all that it sort of, says, well, hang on, if, if we Die. defeat all the monsters in the time limit, Yeah, we get our injuries healed. Yeah.
1: Do we also come back to life?
0: Yeah, you don't come back to life, but you get all your injuries healed. Yeah. So if he can kill off this monster fast enough, yeah. then Nishi gets his arm back and Suzuki recovers Yeah, yeah. and everything will be okay. Uh, and and that's, you know, Raker says, no, you can't. And he says, but
1: I have to try. <laughs> the exact same thing as the first and when they finished that, it, I literally liked this transition because then they, like, turn. And, of course, the last thing we saw was that ball and the blood. And then there is this giant skeleton kind of creature yeah, standing with, there. Yeah, with weird blade things out of his elbows. Yeah. And-, and Kato runs up and he gets a punch in. He gets a punch in. Um, and, uh, and then he's just annihilated onto the ground. And the skeleton says, where's that ochre? Yeah. He was fun to play with, and uh and, and he says, "Well, like you know let's fight this is Katu, and he's like, "No, I'll be, you wait here, I'll come back and kill you yeah <laughs> um so Reiko and Kato decide that uh you know the the creature's got the better of them. how do they get the better of him, and then they decide well they'll why don't you do a sniper attack like one, you know one of us will divert." And Katu says, I'll be the diversion. Yeah. You guys get around and be a sniper. And as you said before, it's more about coming together as a team. Because um, previously everyone had sat back and waited their turn. Yeah, team. yeah. Um, and Azug, uh, she, she tells him then in that moment that actually she likes him and that when it's all over, they should live together. Her son and his brother, they'll live together as a foursome.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure how that's going to work because if you get your freedom
1: you have your memory wiped. Yeah, so
0: I'm unclear uh, as to what they're expecting. But yes. But hey.
1: Yes. Um, and then with that, Cartoon is at, I think he's trying to head to the location and the Skeletor guy yeah, <laughs> rocks, rocks up. up and he's got half of Oka's head. and That was a nice torso. touch because it would have been easy yeah. just to have his severed head. But yeah. it said it was the the Part head the and then it,
0: it, yeah, so it was missing.
1: Ripped off that bit.
0: Yeah, sort of down through one collarbone and a bit of the top of the shoulder the other one. It was
1: a jagged, rough sort of thing. And I really like this because he puts, he's, he's got a really long claw and he just puts it straight to his temple. You know, and you can just tell him he's twice the size of Cartoo, and he could just probably slice his brain off, you know, yeah. like sc- rip open the skull. He's that powerful of a creature. And they just stand there and he's kind of, you know, he's, he's going to kill him. He, his skeletal is going to kill him. Um, but he stops him by asking a question is which say well
0: well he drops his
1: he drops his that's gun drops his, yeah to indica- and then he says yeah i well i have to know who are you <laughs> what is this about yeah and he says well this world has many gods
0: yeah he says something just before he says something like uh, a god is something with
1: huge power or yeah. destroy or something that's right and i think he says that you are god and he's like well this world has many gods and i am
0: one yeah,
1: which is interesting, isn't it? It's like okay, okay. still
0: doesn't kind of quite really explain it. No,
1: but, but you know, in other films they do do they do deal with this. Where uh, I was trying to think, what was the other show I was watching? And it's um, the guy says they're like, oh, I you know, are you a god? And he he's like, well, in in your world, yeah, like that. In your understanding, your consciousness, you can think of me like a god. But in fact, he's not a god. And then, of course,
0: the good old Ghostbusters. If anyone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> um,
1: oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was a different show. I won't say that that show was, in case that's a total spoiler. But yeah, there's a there's a that concept of like thinking that he was a god. The humans thought he was god, but in fact, he's not. So, yeah. um, but anyway. Yeah, he, and uh, so then they the, the, instead of just after he said that, then the sniper Ranky attacks. It all happens. It gives him a second. Blasts his arm off. He blasts the, the arm that he had the finger on yeah, his head. Right. Gets blown off. Kaboom. Yeah, which kaboom. Freezes Kato to act, yeah. and then um, uh, he does this. They fight with all the weapons, which does pull him down, doesn't it? Yeah, really knocks him out. Him away, yeah. um, and he starts to lose. Uh, he loses also, like he's kind of. Some of his weaponry, or he's looking a bit more skeletal. Yeah, skeletal. He like loses his muscles or something, Um, and he. But then he suddenly can have lasers coming out of his eyes. Yeah, and he sort of like he fires up where Ranky is sniping, and so part of that building that she's on just kind of collapses. So she comes off the side. It's that classic like hanging on the side of a uh, a building.
0: But then uh, yeah, Kato's in there, and so she keeps shooting because she's she's doesn't want him to die. Says. and this guy, he's now shooting blind, which is ironic because they're eye lasers. Yeah. And he's like... Bzz, bzz, bzz. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of knocked out his
1: sense or Lazing about it? the place. And so yeah. long as, you know, uh, they don't Reagan, hit you. As, as,
0: so long as Anzu keeps shooting, he's he's kind of shooting just wildly, yeah. which gives chance for, for Kato to sort of get up and get out of the way. And then... Um,
1: but as he gets out of the way, he gets... Uh, it, the lasers explode kind of a car in front of him or oh, something. Oh, yeah, well, and he runs he just, to grab the sword. That's right, he runs to get the sword, the sword. And and the the laser. lasers blow <laughs> a car or something and it's just his legs are yeah, he wiped loses off. Legs. He loses both of his legs. So he rolls over, he's like crawling around. Uh, he gathers where he's at and Anzu sees him and she runs down to save him. Um, and just actually as he's heading towards, I think he's heading towards the gun, isn't he, himself? Then? Yeah. There's a, the gun on the ground. Um, she comes running in and, of course, the Skeletor just looks towards her and um, the lasers just kind of chop Cut her in her half. In her half. Yeah.
0: And we just see a little doll-like face without expression. Uh,
1: she's <laughs> going but I mean, Rake, her body but going Rake is on.
0: there and, and so she's... She's still firing. Suska. Yeah, she's which shooting. is good, which is she's good. She's shooting away. It's
1: exactly what you said they should have been doing earlier, really, because it just, this just proves... If one person just keeps shooting, the others have a chance, don't ah, they? look, if the Osaka team and the Tokyo team had all just like started firing, at stood one. in a semicircle and yeah. shot into these monsters, they would have just, just gotten rid of them, I passed. think. Um, but then all of a sudden, Nishi comes in, doesn't he? He comes in to save the day. Yeah, he, it, scal- he stabs the skeleton in, it kind of you know, yeah. threw him in half. Um, and but with that, he gets lasered like through his chest. Yeah, so like he's, he's, so he, looking he he's looking falls pretty back. grim. He's looking broken. Although he didn't
0: have an arm, so you know how much more grim can you look when, when you're in that situation.
1: But with that, in that time, Kato has managed to crawl to the big gun. Yeah, the big and force just drop force gun. drop thing, and he just manages to. And there's a moment, isn't there, between the two of them? Like he's kind of look. He starts yeah, to the, head to the the, eyes, the red to, eyes start to glow to glow on, towards him, but he just fires and boom. A-doo. Um, yeah, and then we have the body starting to do that disintegrating thing, lasering thing. Um, we see Rank actually goes, says, oh, we're disappearing. So, Suzuki goes. Yeah, and, but she actually said, oh, he actually did it. Like, we've made it. And Kato crawls to um, uh, and Anzu. Uh, back at the orb, they're back. Kato is back. Oh, sorry, um, Rank is back. Suzuki's back and he's okay. Mm. Ninchi's back, he's got his arm back, you know, but Katu's not back, and they kind of go, oh, surely he deserves to come back. And then he does come back, he gets lasered back in. Um, We get on the Black Orb, they get rated, they get their rankings. Of (laughs) course.
0: Raker got six points. (laughs) Um Suzuki yeah. got two points. And he's yeah. like, oh, well, well you know. <laughs> oh, oh. But at the last open. <laughs> yeah. And then Nishi goes, yeah, yeah, score me. I think he got like 12 points yeah, or something. something like that. Gives him a total of 34. And Katsu gets 100. 100, 100 points. Oh, yes.
1: And he gets um, his three options. Yes, he does. And he decides to bring Anzu.
0: Yes. Well, um, well see, this is an interesting point of the movie because it's the very end of the movie. Yeah. And... There's some questions I had around it. And in particular, was so Anzu appears there because we don't actually hear his choice. No. We see we don't. Anzu in Osaka. I'm assuming it's the Osaka room by herself because the rest of her team's wiped out. So I wasn't clear. I was going, was that because she wasn't quite dead? Like, yeah, she's chopped in half. But, like, hmm. yeah, that suit seemed hmm. to keep Nishi with his arm off okay. And. And Carter had his legs chopped off, but he was he was dealing with it. Like yeah, it seems yeah. like the suit kind of helps you out.
1: Yeah, still. So I am wondering if yeah,
0: she was cut in half, but we didn't see the black goo come out. So I was thinking, no. did she survive? And he's chosen something else, but but I think he did. I, th- I think he, yeah, he, he he brought her back. Yeah.
1: Anyway, the young uh, Nietzsche is like his reaction is like oh this is lame, and he just walks out. Yeah, and this he's like, it's like what. Kato's like, "What? You can just leave," and they're like, "Yeah."
0: Yeah, this totally surprised us. I was like, "What? I, I I didn't get this in the slides." No. But I was like, "Yeah," because he just get he walks out, and then I was like, "Well, why did you do that first one?"
1: Yeah. Why have you done any of them? Why these? have you come back to any of them? Yeah, and I, I, and we have then this. So Carto runs out, like he runs out of the building himself, um, but we have then this reveal that. It's kind of like a little flashback where Kartu is actually, he's gotten 100 points, and but it's mm. with the old team. So it's with the guys that died at the start. Yeah. And he says he decided to have his memory wiped then. Yeah. And the um, uh, the old man said, she says, why didn't you tell him that he used to fight with, fight with us? And he says, well, every time he risks his life for others. Mm-hmm no matter what, it kind of always comes back to that idea. And that's where I really think that idea of hope again is there because it's like here's a character that really no matter what happens, he kind of always is willing to risk his life for someone else. You know, yeah, good.
0: And, and I think, I think really it, it would be the case, um, the freedom memory. I, I think you've got to do a fight. Yes. And we don't know how long it was between the last fight and this one. No. I imagine once that timer starts, I think you're in. And there's also this point, though. These monsters, are the monsters only appearing because Gantz is, pe- people are playing yeah. the game? Yeah. If everyone just walked away from Gantz, would there be no monsters? Yeah. Or are the monsters there and some people Gants feel they've got to pulling, be there yeah, to fight to them? fight the monsters, yeah. otherwise the monsters go free. So that's kind of, it's, it was interesting. And it brings me to my theory this is, you know a fan theory if you like oh I know oh no <laughs> a theory like my idea that how long I, do we have
1: tonight not very long
0: <laughs> I got to the very end and I thought myself, you know what this really reminded me of and I really thought about was it seems to be uh, an analogy or a what do you call these things um, when it's a story and that's anyway of it's actually a story of mental illness Okay. so uh, so I'm thinking here we've got this This character is sort of they're fighting these monsters, yeah to get out they've got to defeat the monsters or everything's lost you know as in you've you've got to overcome your yeah. own personal demons and so forth, and it's a, his his desire to uh get back to his family and to help other people, which yep. allows him to defeat the monsters, Yep. and you know he's he's recurring and so it's it's kind of that um uh, part of the story, I think, is that that view of people having something at home, like you know, uh, Anzu's got her child, yeah, and so she's she's out every day fighting monsters, trying to get back to him, trying to get back to him, anyway, getting yeah. back to him, you know. And and, and I, I thought from that point of view, it's, it's quite sort of you know, you look at the way uh, the monsters are presented and the way it all, you know, plays out, and there's definitely that sort of um allusion to i'm trying to think of the correct words but no.
1: well it kind of you i think what you're getting it's kind of like a myth and a fairy tale isn't yeah, it it's kind exactly. of like it's the same idea of saying to a little child like oh this little child went out into the woods without their parents and they got eaten by a giant wolf yeah you know, like but, a, and but it's not really a giant wolf it's the fact that it could be a pedophile you know and the 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 idea there is like coming up with a myth that symbolizes the danger that's out yeah, there. Yeah, but know? I like, think
0: I think this is the the symbolization though, of the the personal struggles people right, have yeah. and even cartoon like, to like support and supply and and help yeah. and and to get through life. And uh, yeah, yeah well, you, you know, know like you've, you've, we've all got a bit of a suit and weapons and yeah. and every time you you win a victory against these difficulties you can just forget about it all and and go Move and live on, a yeah. normal life. You can get better weaponry. <laughs> you, you can be better equipped yeah. for when you fight them the next yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, and and you can bring people back from the dead. And well, <laughs> I think that's that's the opposite of the having your memory wiped. You yeah. can restore, restore memories or re, re, renew Remember. relationships, yeah. Yeah. which would have your, your which were lost due to your um, you know mental illness. So so that's what I think is I think, it's, I think it's this um. Uh, allegory is that that the term you yeah. allegory is, the term, is where yeah. you get a story that seems to be about one thing, but it's actually talking about something else. And that's that's what I got out of this. So if we're talking about my viewing experience, yes, that's the feeling I got from it. It's like I'm not sure when during this film, some point I started thinking, uh, I think it was I think it was when Anzu and and Kato both revealed they had, you know, someone depending on them.
1: Yeah, and they do say that, don't they? they and that's they, why they, they, they had to win. They had to yeah. get past the monsters. Well, actually, there, there is that line when they both reveal that detail. They say, well, neither of us can actually die. Like, it's like we can't die. Like, yeah. we, we have bigger stakes here than other people, you know? And, and, so, and I, wonder,
0: I wonder if this is because, you know, I've had, I've had some depression in my life, but only what you'd call relatively mild, like like passing a day yeah. or two type of thing. But I've certainly known people of chronic depression and I've yeah. known people... Who had a similar experience where one of the reasons they fought against, you know, suicidal thoughts or crushing despair is the fact that they really wanted to get back to what they had had before. You know, prior they had a relationship and they wanted to get back to yeah,
1: back having, happy that,
0: moment. having that happy moment. And that's, you know, oddly whilst feeling as if they're never going to have that again, they're determined to have that again. Yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, this this story at some point in there, it just sort of struck me as an, oh, this could yeah. be taken as... Yeah, again, the thematic response. As there. a theme about this, yeah. yeah. And and I do know it's quite common in the Japanese anime and manga to have additional themes of, um, you know, under, undertones that are more um, personal in nature. So does that experience bring it higher up your ladder? Or? Yes, I loved this movie. I yes. it was, like At first it was kind of like, there's just monster after monster, the same yeah. thing, like, but
1: yeah, because I sort of getting more depth out of it. To a yeah, symbolic it's it's really quite,
0: yeah. quite uh,
1: nice. Where so where is it rolling in on your ladder? Ah,
0: uh, uh, the problem is everything goes to the middle and pushes everything else <laughs> up and down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it is, it is unfortunately going into the middle.
1: I don't look at it like that. I always look at the like my ladder, and I'm going, ah, oh, you know, like. Where you know like the enjoyment, the storytelling, the overall feeling I got the the good things the the really great things, um you know maybe if some parts didn't quite grab me as much as then in another film that i've got on that we 've been watching on and collating so for me it um it is right in the middle of this ladder, um just because you've said that, but it is coming in just after the darkest dawn, I actually was kind of. When I had it there, I was like, I oh, was it a little bit, I'd like, but I like that in The Darkest storm, You know, like I kind of had to debate those two, whereas some of those other films I've got above it, I just, again, it's those kind of like how much enjoyment. I mean, it wasn't that long ago we did and For me, that came in at like number three. That just went bam, right up to oh, the top. Yeah, so again, it's like I'm constantly, you know, like just then going, well, hang on, that film for me did this, 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 and this. This one did this, this, this. Yeah, that's about it. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah. kind of like, how many ticks can I give it, you know? Um, but I, I really enjoyed this, and I think uh, I'm getting what you're saying about the symbolism. I also, I just, I don't think actually any of the films that we've watched. This film just cranked up my kitty imagination to. Oh yeah, that was just. Oh, like a hundred percent, my brain. Like every time, I was just like, oh my god, that's another. I'm like, what the hell are these guys thinking? You know, like it just. And I loved that about this film, and I, I always love that when a film does that, where that reveal, the next thing that's coming, you just you can't imagine, it. you can't imagine it quick enough because then they'll just throw in something else at us that um, I just really blew my creative imagination away, and I th- I feel like that's a bit hard to do to be honest. Like I watch a lot of film, I love like to watch the TV, I read a lot of books. I was trying like, to
0: imagine boom like, how how would I come up with a monster design, and, like, it's so easy to just be so conventional. You go, yes, oh, it's got yeah, some fangs and claws. Totally, totally. And stuff. But, like, this would be, like, it's got fangs and claws, but one hand is about three <laughs> times larger, yeah, and it's a child's hand.
1: <laughs> With it, spikes coming out yeah, of it. Yeah, like,
0: what? It's got a tail, but the tail folds in on itself and has a razor blade that pokes in and out, and it looks a little bit suggestively sexual. Yeah. For some reason. Oh, you know, and and yeah.
1: But the face is going to look like a puppy dog. It's only got one eye, but that (laughs) eye has multiple irises. Why not? Do you know know what it's also a bit like? Because I felt like these monsters, it's almost as though they were super creepy, super powerful, but they had deficiencies as well. Like we said before, the giant head, like how does the giant head get around? Like he's rolling on himself. He doesn't really have the same... Aptitude, he's a bit where But then we' but then he's like got the power to like beam up and crush someone. So it's like all of the monsters, they're a bit ridiculously not necessarily the strongest. You know, as you said before, like Hollywood, they'll just ramp it up. So instead of a big giant um eagle, it's now an eagle, but it's a hundred times bigger than an eagle. So of course it's got the big talons and it's got the big beak, and yeah. but it hunts like a usual eagle. So Yeah, it's scary, you know, but in this it would be like nah one of the wings is a hand. Yeah. And then it's it's, so it can only fly in circles. Yeah, so it can only fly in a constant circle and then its tail is actually a it's got the snake of a mouth, um, but the mouth doesn't actually do anything. It screams. <laughs> it just screams. Screams oh. in pain all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and then it accidentally kind of grabs things as well. So the eagle's kind of forced to keep pulling it back on itself. But if it gets close to you, yeah, it's going to rip your head off, you know. So oh, it's, it's kind of like... <laughs> it'll pull you apart. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found that just so fascinating. And that's why it leads into me. Uh, so is, where is it on your ladder, sorry? Yeah, Yes. Yeah, uh, Pretty much the same, you say? is yeah, So mine's number 13 on Third the ladder. End. I've got 28 on that ladder now. Yeah um because then we've got our, our classics um so that does lead in for me that best scene which was when that radar went off in Osaka and all of those creatures came out of the woodwork and they're you know all like, weird. they were all weird and as I said before like I think my inner child kind of beamed because it felt like it was where the wild things were it felt like it was creatures that I've kind of seen as a kid but never seen before and as we were just joking like the creatures were just so bizarre um and as you said earlier i liked how you talked about like the myths and the fables and the, you know like yeah it felt like it kind of came out of that you yeah. know that world of, it,
0: it it robbed like, any sense of predictability it did. if you thought because i was thinking the, the opening monster is kind of a demonic looking thing yeah yeah, yeah. and you go oh yeah Zombie. okay and then they yeah. Then that first woman is that yeah. zombie thing, and yeah. you kind of go,
1: "Oh, okay." Yeah, they might just be sort of zombies. You and know, then,
0: yeah. and then there was just this weird menagerie <laughs> <Cool>. of <laughs> oddity, and, yeah. you, and you're just like, "Okay, I have no clue where this is, what going. this is about, yeah. where it's going, or anything. I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is just <laughs> yeah. nonsense." Yes, yes. and yes.
1: they're obviously not like an army or anything. They're they just, not sort ordinary, they're just <laughs> who
0: knows what their motivation is. Yeah. Actually, I was just going <laughs> to say, when you're saying "just play cool. darkest dawn," I read that. Drew Casson has just got a new 10-part sci-fi series Ooh, on Netflix. Good on him. Good old well Wild Seed Productions yep. has pulled out some money and there we go. So I'm pretty keen to find out hey, what excellent. that's all about.
1: Yeah, cool. Well, we know he does some good sci-fi. He's into it, so be very interesting. Um, I also really liked the CCTV footage scene of him being stabbed. I just thought that was a really cool stylized way of having the main character killed, you know, without it being such a bloody f- f- uh, effect of being... They could have just shown it all, but no, having it through the surveillance footage... I also like, like that you got that sense of he was being observed. That's right. Someone's watching him, which is, I guess, a bit of foreshadowing that maybe that's what the orb Gantz is doing the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So I really liked that. Um, any scene for you or you want to move on to some oh, I, I, I really liked those scenes, but I did
0: like... The um, the weird old man, yeah, bit because all the monsters up till then had been quite sort of gruesome and yes, and horrid and they just had that fight where
1: the big demon Moira
0: thing just like like crushed the got yeah, squished yes, and his black goo came out, and then this almost comical looking yeah. old man, <laughs> comes
1: out, came out of wandering,
0: wandering along, and I was just like, because again, having seen all this other stuff, I'm like what the hell awful thing is this going <laughs> to be... It's got to have something up something the ending. Something har- yeah. horrible is going to happen here. Like yeah. his, his robe's going to open, it's just going to be all teeth or yeah. <laughs> is it something terrible. So that yeah. that, that sense, because I really love those elements, like I said, the, the bridge scene at the very yeah. start uh, and and the giant ram-headed monster and the mecha. Mm. It it just, I like you said, your imagination is just like, whoa, anything, this is so cool. You know, that's yeah. seven victories. If he wins this one his eighth? What's his eighth upgrade
1: going to yeah. be? For crying out loud! But you know, you know the old man. It's again the Matrix. Uh, you know, which we know that the Wachowski brothers lent into you know um, Japanese culture and manga and stuff mm. anyway, right? To make the Matrix. Uh, not that that is anime or anything, but the the that Agent Smith is a good example of that, isn't he? Because uh, in the Matrix, it's like you can't you can't kill like the rule is you can't kill an agent. Now that's the what Neo has to go through, but it, but the idea is, isn't it like a that old man? Like suddenly, it's like no, this—he's not a big creepy monster. He's just able to defy the rules of the physics of the game in a way. So yeah. you slice him into four. You're a better swordsman than him, but then he just becomes four versions of himself, and then you're trying—he's trying to slice him up, and he's like faster than anything he can never do. Yeah. And suddenly, it's like, it's the same as Agent Smith, isn't it? It's in the Matrix, that yeah you can eventually he can blow his head off, but then he just he's there. he can just come back in as another body, and you're exhausted from fighting the first agent Smith. you know yeah. it's like it's like how do you overcome someone that can break the rules of the game you know um and that's what it felt like with that little old Japanese man. It suddenly felt like, yeah, he doesn't look intimidating like the other guys but he's going to have something up his sleeve. And, you know, and that's what I did. was waiting for. Was just, I, I, And again, I wasn't expecting him to turn to the boob, <laughs> the boob, the boob head yeah. woman. It's like, yes, yeah, the last thing you'd expect is to suffocate in boobs. <laughs> yes. Every teenage boy's fantasy, hello. <laughs> could, could be worse. <laughs> a return to
0: simpler times. I know,
1: I know. And I, again, manga, We'll I'll come back to it in a little bit when we get after your science, but it's I think that's part of manga culture, isn't it, is that sort of... Sexualization, that sort of tipping edge of being. Yeah, there's like the old uh,
0: tentacles, which are always suggestive, even when they're not
1: actually suggestive. They're still tentacles. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they choose those things very. Like this, it was a big, giant woman, naked woman made out of naked women, you know? Like it's some sort of sick (laughs) fantasy, I think.
0: Of the Simpsons, where. Where Nelson Munster drew a picture for Lisa and said, yes, it's, uh, it's, it's guns and that's a jet fighter made out of guns shooting guns. <laughs> you know? yeah. That's
1: what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So on that, that, on that type of science, uh, science. <laughs> what science did you want to pick out of this so, film? So it would be interesting to try and figure out that,
0: well, yes, this is a highly scientifically based science fiction, this one. Yeah. No, I, I was really blown away by the graphics, the computer graphics, and in particular because at the moment I am researching my own computer. And what used to be essentially uh, impo- totally impossible and uh, a, a dream is ray tracing. And ray tracing is just a new technology uh, or rather an implementation of an old technology. It was, right. It was originally, I think algorithms were originally brought out in 1962. Uh, the ideas or theories behind it was back in the, the 1600s or something, rather. you know, like back when people were looking at eyeballs and stuff. Uh, ray tracing, though, has just recently come into consumer electronics, where they've got um, application-specific integrated circuits in the graphic processing unit. Mm. So they've they've got, uh, and Nvidia in particular has their RTX chip, and so this graphics card it it has um, a bunch of different yeah. subsystems. It's a little computer on board a chip itself, so it's got different systems to deal with um, you know, holding the textures and the and the images that make up the maps another one for doing the mathematics around the three-dimensional geometry and then there's um, some other general purpose processing for just really crunching numbers really fast yeah but then they've introduced a ray tracing circuit basically which allows real-time ray tracing and so you're going to wonder well what is ray tracing Mm. and we go back to early efforts of ray tracing. Terminator 2, you've got the um, liquid metal scenes Mm. and the morphing. Yep. Not yet ray tracing. Jurassic Park? Is that ray? No. 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 Terminator 2 is very close to ray tracing because it has the reflections, but ultimately they had to basically uh, interpolate those reflections from image maps. So he's in that... Uh, psych ward, and he melds up out yeah. of the floor, and he goes all metallic and oh, steps man, that through. Good, that, that that took weeks to render <laughs> yeah, on a uh, room wouldn't. full of computers. Yeah. Uh, that sort of graphics now is is real time at a hundred frames per second yeah. on your <laughs> desktop. Uh, but yeah, that that was trying to emulate what ray tracing does. So ray tracing is modelling the way light works in oh, order okay. to get realistic surface interactions. Yeah, right. So uh, typically a lot of shortcuts are taken. Yep. And um, it's it's called ray casting, which is where you draw a line out from your pixel. On your, So you imagine the screen is a whole bunch of little pixels, little squares. Yep. Each one can be a different color. And when you get enough of them, are all different colors and you step back far enough, they all meld together visually and it makes a picture. Yeah. So if you imagine mathematically, you... In the 3D space, which is modeled mathematically, you trace a ray from the pixel out until it hits something in the world. And then that point that it hits, you say, okay, what color is that point? And uh, that 3D object will have uh, a mapped texture on it. So, like, say it's a boulder, there'll be a picture of a rock, yep. basically, is what you're hitting. And it says, that particular pixel is this shade of gray. Yep. Uh, and then it just draws that. A more sophisticated one, then we'll say, okay, it goes out. Here's this shade of grey. What light is hitting it from a light source? So okay, mm. here's uh, a light, and it has a strength that diminishes by this much, and so yeah. alter the uh, shade of this grey by that much. Yeah. And then you know you got some steps in in sophistication regarding, yeah. okay, so you've got that, and now what you do is you have to do a second cast of a ray from there back towards the light Mm. and if it hits something in between it and the light then put a black pixel there and you make shadows uh all those are kind of uh, approximations so the proper ray tracing that we're talking about first used in a commercial film uh is monsters university which is a strange choice because it's not a realistically rendered scene so i don't know why they went to that effort (laughs) but they did uh
1: I right. think that's what Pixar,
0: Pixar yeah, did. I, they I,
1: pushed. They kept pushing everything.
0: It's no point in just sitting yeah. sit idle. They'll yeah. I'll get taken over. But so what the, the good ray tracing does now, which is far more accessible and you can do on commer, you know, commercially available home systems, it traces a ray out and it does a reflection or a refraction mm. based on the roughness. So each material will have. Know, uh, attributes regarding how rough it is, how reflective it is, how transparent it is, yeah. and so forth, uh, as well as what sort of colors it has in those fields. Yep. So you trace this ray from the pixel, it hits there, and it bounces towards each light source yep. that it's going to hit. And then it it goes to that light source, finds out the color of the light source, the strength of it, and so it starts combining up a relatively realistic model mm, yeah. of how light is affecting it. And the major difference you see in, say, computer games, because that's, uh, that's where the real-time stuff comes in, because the, the cinematic stuff, they're still not doing it real, real-time. No, they can render and render they're, they're and render. They're doing the renders. And, yeah. But it does mean, though, that the artists can work in close to cinematic yeah. levels yep. in real-time. Yes. But in the games, the big difference is uh, when you see a reflection off a water or a shiny surface, mm-hmm. in the previous models of you know, 3D rendering where approximations were used, you would only see reflections of what's called screen space objects. Yeah. So if you're sitting there at a corner in a corridor and the floor had a puddle, yep. you would only see reflections of anything that was already on your screen being drawn. You wouldn't see around the corner because you're not tracing light around there. With the ray tracing hardware and, and full ray tracing on there, the light from around the corner, and thus objects from around the corner, will appear in the puddle, and you'll get a a more realistic, you won't necessarily pick the difference, but it gives you a more realistic view, because as you move, these reflections from things you can't see, like stuff behind you, and so forth, start going. Uh, And you can bet that this um, movie was done with a lot of ray tracing. And I, again it gives you that very good control of light. And so I had a look at an interview uh where the uh the, the director and the and the cinematographer and so forth were talking about how they came up with this film and there's an incredible number of effects and lights and changes and they're talking about uh when Kato first arrives in Osaka. Uh, it's there's blue and blue misty fog colours. They're saying this is for his anxiety, mm, you know. Yeah. So they're they're, they're colouring the world and hiding it. Yeah. But they wanted to be able to change the lighting because if you keep it all the same lighting, it becomes very visually boring. Yeah. And you you become numb to it. So they started to introduce street lights, uh, and the orange glow from advertising and things. As they moved in uh, and fought more the of world, the monsters, yeah. he got less of his confusion. And more clear in his purpose. Yeah, right. But then as the, um, the big ram monster came out, the streetlights started getting extinguished by explosions and so forth. And helicopter searchlights started coming in in order to cause sharp contrast between dark and light. Yeah. And this that, that, that sort of use of light and shading and reflections is ray tracing. Yeah. So it's... Um, it's cool. It's amazing... Amazing the computing power behind this because, yeah, uh, I'm pricing up a a computer two and a half thousand Australian dollars, so that's what 23 US dollars. (laughs) Yeah,
1: 23 (laughs) dollars.
0: We we get we get uh, a little bit screwed over here in Australia when it comes to technology. Um, but for two and a half thousand dollars, you can get a system that will run uh, full ray tracing of light sources and shadows awesome at. At real time, it's just, it's, you've got to go on to YouTube and do the search for uh, RTX on. Like, right? that's sort of the keyword. And you'll find examples of, you know, Battlefield 5 and yeah. Minecraft even. You should see yeah. Minecraft
1: with a full ray tracing on. It's incredible. So, I mean, that to me just reminds me there's a TED talk of, I'm pretty sure by memory her name's Danielle Feinberg or Fen- Fenberg, something along those lines, but it's a TED talk. And she's a lighting animator at Pixar. And I think the TED Talk's like 2015 and she talks about, it's basically the the cinematic uh, re- <laughs> the cinematic output of what you're just talking about. Yeah. So it's like she goes back to Finding Nemo and uh, it's not Monsters University, but I think she starts with Finding Nemo and Wally e um, and Brave. Uh, and uh, yeah, like Finding Nemo is a really good example uh, that she gives a couple of examples of like, the jellyfish scene wasn't no one. It wasn't working, and she came up with the idea of the way the light would bounce off the jellyfish. Mm. So, but she does. She gives the example, and then she shows it actually that in their software, she can basically uh, you know like they the animators design the scene, but then she comes in as the lighting expert, and her programming enables it to go. Is it morning? Is it noon? Is it afternoon? And the shadows. Mm. So they've built a scene like it could be a forest. The animators have built the forest, but then she comes in and she's got the ability to go. Oh, it's morning. What would light look like in the morning? And just domp, domp, and the light does that, and all the shadows come depending on the scene they've invented. You know, if it's a forest or a city or or underwater. Um, but yeah, like they, she did give the example that you know if you're underwater and they built off real photos that you know you're underwater, you get refraction of light, and then you get the ocean moves. Yeah. So the light has to kind of constantly move. And then, of course, if you're in different currents and different oceans, the light will be different. So, But then she did make the point, and this is really important for film and, and storytelling, is, of course, that's reality. But in storytelling, we can play off the rules of reality to symbolically tell something. So what you yes. were just saying is true, that these guys were like, yeah, we'll put some blue lights in to tell the audience that he's anxious and, you know, he's got some problems. And as the story progresses and he's more confident, we can diminish the blue light and bring in some oranges and hot lights, you know, yeah, warm him up. By know. by that end battle, there's a lot of
0: red. Yeah. Which is because it's it's high, exciting, there's a lot yeah. of passion. Yeah, so it's amazing to have a look at this this graphic capacity. You know, and I keep thinking... You can you can tell the way these things work. So I remember Terminator Two. There's a big deal about the the new yeah, technology that yeah, out. Like yeah. that they can't How they had rooms technology. full of computers, yeah. chewing away for years doing yeah. <laughs> a single scene, you know, yeah. and it was just amazing. And then slowly, ads, TV ads started having morphing characters on it. And then I remember it at uh, some undefinable point, I got a demo on my computer, home computer, yeah. where I could. <laughs> It, it, it took a few moment. moments. it would yeah. render, 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 render. But then it would it would take photos and morph them, and yeah. you sort of go, "Wow!" Like, and yeah. that's that's where the technology goes. And yeah. the, the Matrix is another good example yeah. where they had the the slow motion, and then they had the still bullet time. You know, where where that was like the amazing. That's what really blew people away in Matrix. Where right at the start, um, uh, Trinity leaps yeah, up jumps. and it freezes, and the camera moves around this 3D scene, and then she suddenly kicks into action. Yeah, and that
1: was, that was mind blowing. But mm. I mean, see that that's we, I don't we need to move on because and was, then I was, Parodies just started playing yeah, off that's all right. that. <laughs> and and but that's, that's a mix of that computer technology and camera. And then it's so the same that Lord of it. the Rings brought yeah. in similar
0: technologies, and then Avatar's played off that, and and so on and so forth it goes. So and now yeah. on the desktop, i yeah you can now you can get buy a Windows desktop. Stuff that and would take weeks there. to <laughs> simulate now you can do it in real time. With greater detail, yeah. Like, as
1: long as you don't have my laptop, sure you can do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: my, my laptop is yeah, like if go back six years; it was pretty pretty sweet, but now it's kind of a bit.
1: Yeah. Awesome ray technology. Um, so I'll talk a little bit. I wanted to talk a little bit on the technicalities, really, just with manga uh, and how that works. Then in what I have noticed in film, and I mean, on one the one thing I want to say to begin with is really. When you take a comic book, whether it's manga or other, you know, even classic stuff like Spider-Man or whatever, right? It doesn't really matter. Comic books have this style to them where you're kind of, you know, you're in, you're in a bit more of the detail of the scene versus when you take a traditional film. But in filmmaking, what they normally do is storyboarding. And so there's a connection between comic books and film because of storyboards. So storyboards are the things that you do first before you go out on location and film a film, traditionally storyboards are used. Um, so there is already a connection there. With manga, however, what I've noticed is um, there's some specific things that stand out to me and this film uh, uh, had had all this and you see it in the first minute of the film really yeah. um, and straight away to me, I do in my head, coming from my perspective not being like this huge manga person which I'm not not even being a huge comic book guy or anything like that. I mean, I was when I was a sort of a young teenager. I was into comic books, but grew out of that. But you see it, and straight away to me, like The Matrix comes to mind because it's just, and we've mentioned it a few times tonight already, but it's just, oh, suddenly you watch The Matrix and it felt like you weren't watching a Hollywood film. You were watching something pretty surreal and it felt like a comic book. And so you then you go, how did they make it feel like a comic book? How did they actually do that? Because... Mm-hmm. Most films have storyboards that, when if you look at the storyboards, even Lord of the Rings, you look at the Lord of the Rings storyboard, it looks like a comic book. The film doesn't look like a comic book. So um, We it's talked like, about Alien. Ridley Scott did a yeah, like, big storyboard, quite detailed You can see detailed storyboards, story you can, and they, they do connect. But, again, the storyboards can look like a comic book. However, you watch something like The Matrix, and other films have done this, uh, so anyone out there can get on our case. For, oh, yeah, but <laughs> of course, other films out there have done it, but it's just like The Matrix, in my mind, is the one that I remember watching and just going, how have they made this look like a comic book? So you watch something like Gantz and you can see like the connection. And so to me, it's like, I'm just going to say what I feel are some of those things that make it. So the first thing is blocking. So it's quite often like what I mean by blocking is like where you put someone in a shot. And in, in this type of film, in manga and comic books, they put a lot of things in corners. So it's like really corners. So instead of rule of thirds where you put someone on the rule of thirds, uh, which is dividing up your shot into three by three, which is very traditional filmmaking Mm. and photography. In a comic book, you don't. You put them in the extremities of the rule of thirds. And so this film does it. The Matrix does that as well. You also have that real attention to detail. So you have like, not only do you have a close-up of someone's face, but you push it to another extreme, like their eyes or their nose or a corner of their mouth. Smiling. And you see the reflection yeah. in the eye. <laughs> so, And I was just going to say, that, the other thing is like in that attention to detail, you get shots like you said before, like the cross shot, you know, whereas Katu, as he was disintegrating, he gets both, of the, both worlds happening, you know. Again, in a traditional film, they probably won't do that. Um, you get the reflection shot heavily used. So it's like, yeah, a monster stands in a puddle and the puddle shakes, you know, and you get the reflection of well, the monster. Well this was one of the big things so, from
0: the Matrix where they, they pointed out the similarities they showed, you know, the red pill, blue pill. Yeah. And you're looking at uh that close up Morpheus's face, yeah, and you're seeing the pills in the hand in the reflection yes. and you're seeing you know, Neo, Neo in the in reflection. The reflection. <laughs>
1: and that's that's how you're viewing that one. That's right. So that that's kind of thing, that C T T V shot, that's another thing that where it's common. So seeing Scenes from an abstract point of view. So instead of seeing it in reality, and again, I know other films can do that, but you have this moment of a bit of sort of distraction from it. Um, point of view shots are big in manga. And again, you know, in a film like The Matrix and other films that try to play off that comic book style. So here I'm getting, again, I'm just saying that comic book style. So um, yeah, that point of view. So we see, like you just mentioned it, the Morpheus sunglasses, uh, here we sort of see things from Katu's point of view or from another character's point of view. We might even see it in a comic book movie like this. We might even see it from the villain's point of view as well, which is quite interesting, like that crossover of uh, the dynamic. Um, you know, we have that moment as well of uh, George and Mari... or Maury, Mildred. <laughs> Mildred, as we keep calling him. I didn't call him that. Um that, that, that it's like he's just sitting there and you've got the kind of close-up of him smoking in the background, the action's happening. Yeah. So we're not even seeing the action. The action is blurred, you know? like like it's, So it's like, what does the filmmaker try to put our attention on is what I'm kind of getting to here. Um, slow motion. You joked about the Samsung does it, my phone does it, I'm, I'm big on doing it with my kids. Um, but yeah, again, I find that that happens in these comic book movies, that you have action happening and it's really high tense, you know, like this film's high action, Mm. volatile, violent, bloody, you know, swords, guns, heads exploding, all that sort of stuff. And then just moments of slowing down that. Now that's become extremely popular. It's on the Samsung because it has become popular with videographers on DSLRs that, of course, Samsung, Apple, whatever, they go, oh, yeah, well, we'll just put that on as an algorithm it's just a filter, you know. Like it's no big deal. We'll just build that into the camera. People like doing that shit. Sure, let's do it. And so we just novices go. I can record that. Oh wow, that does that, you know. So it's just a way of um, following that trend. But that trend does come from this style of filmmaking. Well, and I always find it funny that you you have that, um, and and the Matrix obviously with its freeze
0: time. Yeah, is you've got a live action movie, and then yeah, someone jumps an action with the sword. And you actually basically get a almost a still frame.
1: You do almost yeah. like
0: it is uh, a frame from the the comic book, and then it'll leap into action, and, yeah. and it gives you a. It, well, first of all, it's cool, isn't it? Because it, it gives yes. you more of a moment to. It's a hang time. Appreciate It's right? hang you go, time. Yeah. Oh look, she's got that sword ready to, to kill Bill or it's whatever gonna it is. going to slice and, him in and, oh. and it stops there,
1: and you and then you get that anticipation, <gasps> and then it happens, and you <laughs> yes. go, "Yes, that's right, yeah." So you're right, hang time, you know, anticipation is it. The other thing is symbols, and I mean, we do find that, and we've mentioned a few of these tonight, it's like we've said a bit of sexualization in the weirdest moments, you know, in violent moments, there can also be either titillating sort of, you know, sex. So, you know, yeah, she's wearing such a tight suit, you see everything, but you get it a few moments, like in this film, when she when she came when Ranky came back from you know the uh, Osaka, you, you didn't get the guys, you got her, and she's on all fours, and it kind of it, it kind of uh, dollies around her whole body mm. as she comes back into her human form or whatever you want to call it, back into this reality. Um, you got like a real like yeah, it's about probably thirty to forty seconds, pretty good titillating sort of. Dolly effect of her body, you know, and the the opening shot is her ass. Like, that's what you see first on the big screen. Um, And it was the same with, like you said before, the bouncing boobs. Like, we get those moments uh, of titillating, sexual, you know, graphic nature. And uh, if you look up manga, you know, there's five different types of manga and there's one that is, like, for adults... It's got violence and sexual as a huge symbol, and and it's not that you necessarily have, and this film doesn't. You don't have hardcore sex in it, but it's just that it's a lot of sort of titillating sex. Yeah, you know, There's you, a bit of an undertone at moments of either nudity or kind of pushing the extremity of uh, you know what people might like. And
0: it's funny, there's very little physical contact between any yeah, of characters. none of them really. Uh, yeah, there's a nice. there's a moment where Anzu sort of. Cool. Steps up close and bows her hands, and, says, yeah. and 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 we could stay together. Yeah, yeah. But even then, there's no, there's no like handholding, cuddling, or cuddling, that, <laughs> or yeah. kissing. Yeah,
1: so what we do get in a in a Hollywood. Yeah. So those were the things I just wanted to pick on. Um, conscious of the time, so I want to keep moving. But yeah, they were just the things I wanted to pick on with this film. As I, did, I don't know if you call this essentially an anime or if you call it a manga based anime science fiction film but yeah I feel like those moments there but you, and or whether you call it a comic book an style adults <laughs> an adult kids movie yeah I don't know <laughs> so anyway that probably brings us to the end sorry of gant zero uh, as a Thoroughly enjoyable movie. Get your imagination going to a whole new world. I oh, reckon. yeah,
0: if you if you're ever stuck for an imagination, yeah, just watch class. a film like this. I you mean, watch geez. that and you start going, oh okay, I'm far too conventional yeah. <laughs> in my thoughts. <laughs> no, I I'm... need to start like maybe having some randomised charts
1: um, to to sort of look up different attributes of something. And I think again, we mentioned this when we talked uh, to the In Paradox director Hummed about aren't we living in such a great point in history that we get to watch global films mm. and stories? I mean, this is what... I almost feel like we've been missing this because we've been so westernised. You know, you and I growing up in Ireland, everything's so either localised or just pretty much from American culture with TV and film. And so you get to watch a film like this instantly these days on something like Netflix or any of the other streaming services, and yeah, I mean, some of this film, there's there's Japanese culture really embedded in it. There, there is, isn't there? And oh, there's bound to be stuff you're, we don't bits even understand. That you and I are like, and even maybe some of those creatures are folklore, or you know, there's some sort of connection, or they make more sense to Japanese people. But to you and me, it's just like, oh my god, where the hell do these come from? And, and like, I. But there's a part of me I've got to say, like, wow, oh, I'm just really grateful, and I feel that. Uh, Like, it's such a brilliant idea that that is there, isn't it? It's why
0: I love uh, every now and then on, like, Netflix or whatever, picking, like, yeah, Yeah, you go, like, here's a a Spanish film. Like, we watched uh, an Italian series about uh, witches, like, in, like, like the Renaissance time. Like, it's a fantasy sort of show. But it was uh, very different because we were sort of getting a bit sick of these Teenager discovers they're the chosen one. and yeah, yeah, that's right. They go, "Oh the wow, I've got powers!" Loop. And then they yeah. say, oh, "But I don't want them. Why <laughs> do I have to have these?" And he's like, "Just ah, oh, get to the bit that you do." Could someone please just, when they discover they've got superpowers, enjoy the fact they have superpowers yeah. Yeah. and not bitch and moan about how they don't want to be different? You know, like, so that's the you know that's the Western way, isn't it's it? Like, Grow so up. that's why it's cool. Of course, to watch you want to be different. different. Yeah, but anyway, and get these monster So heads yeah, watch, watching along. these these um, different nationality films and I remember back, back when I was a uni I watched a lot of uh, Hong Kong action yep. yeah. Jackie Chan and um, Hung, Sammo Hung and Michelle um, Michelle
1: Michel Yeo. And I won't even tell you what some of the things I watched when I was back at well, yes, <laughs> I watched some documentaries. Documentaries. Shall we say? Some European films I really got yes. my hands around, if you know what I mean.
0: Well, uh, SBS would have their, their um yeah. their cult movies on the Saturday nights. Great chance. So, yes, check out. Uh, hit the foreign
1: bits. There's Korean
0: films in there. There's great ones. Like, check out the, the Parasite.
1: I haven't seen that one. It's supposed to be very good. check out some of these Japanese ones different voices, that's what we're trying to get to here So, and let us know about our voices what you thought about our pronunciation tonight, sorry (laughs) you did a great job I probably was terrible and you can hit us up on Twitter Instagram and Facebook just look for Space Brains, I mean come on people if you haven't found us now jeez, you'll find us and uh, we've got a bit of exciting stuff coming up, so stay tuned. There's some interesting episodes to come. we got a I'm not going to reveal episodes. any secrets, but there's something coming up that's pretty damn exciting, and that's about it, I think. Yeah. Bye. See ya.